0: Wrestling Is Hard, where every side is the dark side of the ring. Follow us on Instagram and Twitter at hard4wrestling. Email questions and complaints at wrestlingishard at
1: gmail.com. I'm Jim. Brandon, hello. How was your week? Hey, what's up, Jim? It was good. Nothing at all happened. I'm just consumed by Halo Infinite, so I'm either working or doing that or Did you cramming in some wrestling. Yeah. I'm up to... Uh, Diamond status, so top top all league. Right. So, I might go pro. You guys might not hear from me soon. Alright, alright. That's all I got. How many go people about. are diamond at this point? It's, God, I don't know. it's a good question. It's a top class, though, so I'm doing something fucking right. That or uh, I think my 15 years of Halo have finally paid off when I mean, I'm piecing you know. it together. Let me ask you. Um, <laughs> what do you think? Just like,
0: take a guess. How many people you think are in the diamond? Just
1: Five. Under
0: 10,000. Okay, that's good. I'm the top 1% of streamers of the band Steely
1: Dan. Really? 1% in the world. Wow. Did you listen to that uh, Northeast Corridor on Spotify? It got a little uh, Hey 19 from the Met on there. I was ripping that this weekend. It's a good (laughs) album. It's like they have like from their last tour. They sound good. I don't know. Did you go to see them when they came around? last? Not the last time, no.
0: Two two times ago. Before pandemic. Okay. It was November 2019. That's the last time I saw them. Saw them twice. Yeah, they sound good. Yeah, they're real good. Chris? What's clicked with you in the last year with Steely Dan, or two years? It was three years. I don't know. It was one of these bands that was like... No, because I saw them before that, so it has to be within the last five years. I don't know. It was one of these bands that, you know, a lot of times you have these bands that you're like... Uh, you don't know you're into them until you realize that all the songs that you they are popular from them are songs you like, and you're like, oh, fuck, that's Steely Dan. Oh, fuck, that's Steely Dan. Oh shit, that's Steely Dan, because it wasn't something Steely Dan isn't something that was on the radio, really. Right, you had had to stream it,
1: and all of a sudden you realize you like thirty other songs. Holy
0: shit, I like pretty much his entire album. (laughs) All of Asia, I kind of, I like every single one of these. And You're like, well, I guess I'm number one fan. One percent, top one percent. I'm a one percenter of Steely Dan. Chris, thoughts on being me me being a one percenter of Steely Dan? Oh, hello, by the way, Chris.
2: How are you? Uh, first of all, I'd like to say that I remember there was a time where you couldn't stand Steely then.
0: Yeah, it was before I knew
2: Yeah, what I mean, Steely mean Right, it really we goes. all had that. There you go. And then uh, I, um, yeah, you didn't like them. Now you like them. And that's a good thing. I always like them. It's called evolution. Yeah, nothing wrong with that. You got involved, bro. Change, change, yes, exactly. How was your week? Uh, it was good. Um, no disasters. Uh <laughs> We've had, you know, I don't, I don't want to say disasters, but um, colossal pains in the asses pretty much happened about every week since this new year began, yeah, and uh, we didn't we a have our issue last week. We had two issues with the car: one right before Christmas, one right after. Uh, I had the issue with the truck. I had the issue with the uh, car owner virus that I got. Yeah, car the carvid that I contracted. The <laughs> the one constant, I don't want to say disaster because it really isn't a disaster. We're fine, but it's just a colossal fucking uh, yeah, every ass. week. So, yeah. So um, and then Friday, uh, my wife was out at work for a little bit and I started watching the Get Back, the Beatles documentary. Oh, yeah. On, How was it? On uh, on Disney Plus. It It's um, so I'm going to preface this with I am not a Beatles fan. Neither I, I Are don't you a Beatles fan.
1: No, I don't know why. I don't. I. uh, It's not that I don't like them. I just never want to put them on, if that makes sense. Right. I mean, we grew up listening to them. I sure as hell remember
0: it
2: being in the house when we were growing up. But, no. Good. Right. right. So, and and that's the way I felt. There's no dislike for them, but there's no intense fandom going on. But I figured, first of all, it 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 lets you know how much um, is out there, content wise, uh, that I just go, huh? Let me go watch this fucking seven plus hour documentary on a band that i really don't care about um but it was interesting in the beginning um i i got maybe like i think almost done the first part and then i haven't really gone back i'll probably watch some later on this week i mean it is.
0: people that have watched it have told me you can watch it in like sections you don't need to watch
2: yeah 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 well first of all it's three parts each Mm. part's about the length of a of an average movie also i do things like you know put it on and Paint miniatures and hmm. clean the house, and that's it's perfect for that kind of stuff because it's not really it's an auditory thing. It's not really a visual thing. uh That was the exact same way I watched the Irishman, fucking mob movie. You really don't have to see anything; you just listen to the dudes talk, and you're fine. So right. it was like, like you know, podcast. I built yeah, I built cabinets I while my wife watched a movie, and that was not. But no, it was good. I enjoyed it. I enjoyed what I saw.
0: I um, I will go into what I'm watching. So I'm watching. Uh, boba fett brandon any interest in boba fett no no right no interest chris are you caught up on
2: boba fett no actually we watched the first three i believe mm. and then we turned back into we have very little a finite amount of time in which both of us are home mm-hmm. and both of us are conscious mm. so we watch we kind of go back and forth we'll watch this we'll watch that because this shit ain't going anywhere So uh, we went back to, we watched the first three episodes, then we went back to what we do in the shadows, and then Mm -hmm. probably the next time we'll go back to Boba Fett for a little bit. I like it. It's Cowboys. Space
0: Cowboys. I'm into it. And Gangsters. I'm into it. Yeah. And uh, I started- Is that
1: another Disney Plus?
0: It is. Yeah. Okay. It's a spinoff of The Mandalorian. So if you watch The Mandalorian, uh, I mean, spoiler alert, it's fucking three years old. So Boba Fett shows up, and then this is like a direct spinoff of it. It's pretty cool. Um, I'm enjoying it. Star Wars fans hate it, so that makes it even more enjoyable. That makes it good. That makes it even more enjoyable. It means it's good. Star Wars fans hate all the good stuff. um, But they love
2: Ewoks. Ewoks I, suck. See, they, you know what the funny thing? I, I, I remember a while ago, we are heading out to San Francisco, and I knew it was going a you know, five-hour flight or whatever. And I was like, let me download a movie on my iPad and watch it on the, on the flight. And I downloaded Solo, which is the Han Solo movie. Right. And there was a lot of Star Wars fans But I don't know why they're making this movie. I watched this movie and was like, this was a cool two hours? Yeah. Like, not everything has to be a goddamn masterpiece. And let me tell you something. None watch Star Wars now. Yeah, they're fucking dated. The f- we talked about this. But watch Star Wars now. The dialogue's like a four-year-old wrote it. It's terrible. But it's great. At yeah. the same time, it's great. It's I mean, funny. it's not like you're... Yeah, exactly. So.
0: I also am watching... Peacemaker, which we'll talk about next week. We'll get caught up on Peacemaker Ooh, and, yeah, that's an, and Lions Road next week. Does that sound good?
1: Yeah, yeah. You know, yeah
0: watching yeah. Lions Road. I'm almost caught up. I missed the last episode. Um and I started uh, there's a Korean uh zombie show called uh All of Us Are Dead. So it's like a high school okay. with zombies. That show, like at first episode I watched it it was like mmm But then after you know I was like I don't know yet and then after, you know, Sat down. They're an hour long, so you know, that's a commitment to watch it. And then the next time we sat down and watched it, we watched three episodes in a row. So we were hooked. We were like, Fuck yeah, this show's rules. Reminds me a lot of that uh I don't know if it's a trope, but you know, they create characters that you could become attached to and then you're not necessarily gonna see them out to the end. They might die, they might not. It's kind of fun. I enjoy it.
1: Brandon, would that interest you? Yeah, more than Boba Fett, definitely. Mm-hmm. You know what I've been watching? Um, Righteous Gemstones on HBO. That's pretty good. I just got through. I just got caught up to the second season of that last night. Let me ask you, a question John about Goodman, that show. Danny McBride. Yeah,
0: are you over Danny McBride as like man-child? I'm kind of over it.
1: Yeah, uh, you know what? Like that used to be the the driving force, and now he's like a fifth or sixth most interesting character to me. But John Goodman's been so good in, in that yeah. that uh, it's kind of Made me appreciate it more. He's just, he's a guy that's always like second or third fiddle. I can't think of anything I like that he's the main character in. But Roseanne, uh, he kills <laughs> he kills it in this. So that's been Roseanne.
0: that's been entertaining. Uh, uh, righteous gemstones, Chris. If you're curious, it's about it's kind of like a play on the Falwells of Liberty University and yes, yeah.
1: I'm right familiar
2: with. with it.
0: It's a, it's, a, it's entertaining. It's I think it's only thirty minutes though, which is a beaut. You can
2: blow right through. it. Can can I say that I think that – I was thinking this earlier because we mentioned, you know, um, we were talking about Mandalorian. You talk about what we do in the shadows, Peacemaker, Boba Fett, all of these shows. How long is each episode? 30 minutes. That's all you got me for. Yeah. You know? I'm also like that too. You have to move those plot lines along. I don't know. You know?
0: I I loved Game of Thrones, and Game of Thrones was an hour long. That was
2: different. uh, You know? I mean, it's –
0: some shows I it, enjoy, some shows I, I don't watch. I barely watch anything. I mean, it sounds like I watch a lot, and I have specific tastes. But how the fuck can I watch anything more when i got to watch all the stardom and all the <laughs> all the YouTube about stardom? There was a YouTube video on about stardom where Donna Del Mond went to a steak restaurant and Julia is the fucking waitress. It, it doesn't make <laughs> I, mean, I watch the whole gotta, thing. It's not even in English. Bump that up to the top of the list. I was like, fuck yes, this is amazing. i got to make these guys watch it for the podcast. all right should we talk about wrestling because we got a lot to talk about yeah let's do it okay so the stardom nagoya show we talked about it a few weeks ago one thing and we have talked about this before one of the things that stardom world among many problems with stardom world is that their big shows stardom's big shows are pay-per-views so you have to they stardom world has to wait for the exclusive rights of the pay-per-view provider to run out before they can put it that, now they put it on immediately it's like 5 days and it's always right after we record it so the stardom uh, nagoya supreme fight was it was on the 29th but it didn't actually until last wednesday did it show up in stardom world so i banged this thing out i told you guys to watch a couple of the uh, uh, couple of the matches i'm going to go through them the most important ones um so uh, future stardom championship uh, hanan beat Ladies say, okay, that's not a big deal. Whatever. They're young. One cool thing about uh, stardom is that they put their green people in this future of stardom and they look pretty sloppy, but they beat the shit out of each other. And it's, you know, 10, less than 10 minutes. And you're like, okay, cool. But at the end of it, we get an invasion angle with prominence. Now I've talked about prominence before prominence is the deathmatch group. It's a bunch of women from, uh, from ice ribbon left and they created a deathmatch stable, And they're going to tour around. So they come in and they challenge Julia. Julia has, she used to be an ice ribbon. There's a whole bunch of drama involved in it. But they come out and we get this like really silly looking brawl. But the good end of this all is that we're getting prominence matches in stardom, which I would have never imagined before that these girls from Ice Ribbon would wrestle in stardom.
1: Brandon, thoughts? Did you check us out? I did, yeah, uh, I'm excited for this, you know, you had kind of teased it in the past month or two that this could potentially happen. uh, it was difficult to to gauge like the excitement of the crowd. One thing I thought was interesting about this because they're so polite and it's all clapping that these clap crowds. <laughs> This, yeah, that the new faction comes out, and they're like, we're the deathmatch wrestling crowd. And it's just like mild applause. <laughs> right, like, is right, this right. the fact that they're not interested, or uh, or what's going on here? But yeah, it was a little, a little bit cheesy, but I'm excited for it.
2: Chris, thoughts No, I, I thought this was really cool. It took me a few minutes to realize what the hell was going on. Because, like, you know, they're like, I used to be at that place and, and this. And, and I'm they like, don't want to wait, the, yeah, they
0: don't, they don't
2: want, want, to want to say it, it yeah. and they, but they're saying who they are. And I'm like, wait a minute, is that the we, I, I don't, huh? And then she, Julia ruined the one girl's life. And yep. she's in the ring crying. It was amazing. Got tears so is Julia. In her eyes. Oh, my God, it was, it was so just good. like, this was pretty good. I, yeah, I, I really enjoyed this.
0: Where's my Suzu Suzuki? There she is, Suzu Suzuki. Is
2: that the
1: one that was crying? That was the one that was crying, yeah.
0: She's 19 uh, 19 years old.
1: Yeah. Was that what she was trying to convey there, was just that she was pissed that Julia left them in the dust, so to speak? Julia abandoned her. Okay.
0: We'll get to the matches that are coming out of this, out of that. It's the most important part, like the most exciting part of these shows, except for the one match. But what's going to happen with prominence is pretty cool.
1: Um, Just uh, one more
0: thing on that. Sorry to
1: to, to interrupt. It, it, just to confirm, because that's not something you usually see as like a wrestling storyline. Like, hey, what the fuck? You left me at this other place. Now me like at this all other place. I love it. I'm crying. It's fucking yeah, like yeah. sucked after you left. You abandoned me. Well,
2: Jim, let me just—I know I wanted to say this. I forgot. Real quick. Um, how does it like? Do we? I guess we have to give Tony Khan credit because he invented breaking down the forbidden door. So yes. now that they're going to go to every women's wrestling league in Japan and and compete. And none of this would have been possible if Tony Khan hadn't made it possible by breaking the Forbidden Door. That's true. Don't forget, um, Cody
0: Rhodes is the one that said that he is the Forbidden. He, I invented I am the. I am
2: the Forbidden I am Door. door.
0: Right. Oh, we will get exactly. to the Forbidden Door in a little bit. Oh yeah. But this is definitely a Forbidden Door that I cared about. <laughs> Everything that was that came after I watched the show, I was like, if fucking if uh, Reese's Sarah doesn't come out and challenge the entire roster to a death match. Then all of the, like Royal Rumble. Where's Risa Sarah? Why isn't she showing up? She should have come out, stopped the whole show, and hit somebody with a baseball bat. Fucking bullshit. I was disappointed. Okay, um, what else? Okay, we get a grudge match between Momo Watanabe and Starlight Kid versus Utami and uh, Azumi. Um, they get the win. Starlight Kid and Momo Watanabe get the win. Uh, Azumi is the punching bag in this match. Brandon, did you check this out.
1: I did, yeah. They're all all four of these women are super talented, so it was a good, I don't know, maybe 10, 12-minute match. Nothing super memorable here, but just seemed like, hey, letting you know, starting the new year, we're continuing with this storyline, searching for uh, revenge on Momo Watanabe. Yeah. Chris, did you get to check out?
2: Yeah, I did. Um, Same thing, you know, tag match, nothing really too memorable about it, you know, but I, once again, wasn't too long, banged it out, told the story, and it was entertaining. Yeah. They titled it Grudge Match. <laughs> um,
0: I we're getting Momo versus uh, Utami coming out of this, which should be fun, because Mo- Utami could take some losses because she doesn't have the belt. I like that Momo said, and, Momo and Starlight Kid were like, I don't care about you anymore. You don't have the belt anymore. You don't matter to us. That was good. Mm-hmm. Like you're nobody. Yeah. You don't have the belt. Why should I care about you? That was great. All right, moving on. Uh, SWA World Championship, and I wanted you guys to watch this match because I wanted you to experience Thecla. Thecla defeated Mina Shirakawa. of thoughts?
1: Yeah, first time seeing thecla Could be a fan. We'll have to see more. Again, you know, you only get about ten minutes of action here, but they worked well together. It's interesting. You think they're going to start pushing thecla here, giving her the belt already? She's already taking losses. A
0: belt. <laughs> She's already taking losses. to okay. everybody else. But this SWA title is for foreigners to defend overseas and represent uh, stardom. So hopefully, it'll be able to travel. Maybe it'll
2: be bring be able to bring some people in soon. Chris, thoughts. Yeah, we were watching. I was watching this match and I was like, I I know Jim's mentioned her, but i never watched this person before. And then I was like, wait a minute. Did I just pretend I watched her? But no, now that Brandon said, I'm good. Now that you said, you know, what did you think of her? I know that I've never seen her before. Uh, I really like this. This was probably my favorite. It was super cu- you know, it was, it was quick and to the point. Um, I dug the Thekla character. I really enjoyed it. I really liked this match. Um, and yeah, like she's already one of my favorites. Yeah, she's in, rules in, in Starlin. She's really good. Yeah. So that was that was really an interesting match. I really enjoyed it.
0: Another former ice ribbon wrestler. She'll be. She's involved in this whole feud too with the uh, prominence. So uh, how about Thekla's theme music? It's basically just metal, and then just goes Thekla.
2: Yeah, it was
1: it's fantastic. Awesome.
2: It's it was <laughs> awesome. <laughs> it's better strange. than. I mean, it, it's. Well, put it this way though. I mean, like you know, you got to stand out some way, and everybody else's theme music is. Like a like princesses coming through like a cloud of gold.
1: Go ahead, Brent. What even is that genre? I was trying to trying to think of it. I don't even know how to describe it. It's like almost like video game music, but it's uh, like uh, you're describing uh, (laughs) like ninety percent of their are. Yeah, it's almost like. I don't know
0: how (laughs) you would describe it. Yeah, and all their
2: music kind of sounds like that. It's like it's like video game music meets it's like a merge of video game music and uh we're fantasizing in a sitcom music all smashed into one <laughs> yeah <thing. laughs>
0: and a lot of the girls sing their own songs which is kind of fun because
2: you hear it's all auto-tuned <laughs> it's pretty good it's so strange yeah and i, I will say this i did notice i think this was the match where i noticed that there was a creepy wheelchair guy in the corner,
0: um, there's
2: always one.
0: Did I? I didn't put it in the notes. Did I? Did I text you guys that? No. Yeah, I was saying never. that it looks like Stephen Hawking has arrived at this show. <laughs> <laughs> Creepy wheelchair dude was just like slobbering, not because of his. I'm going. I'm. I'm getting dangerous here. Not, not because of his. Whatever. Not because of his disabilities, but because Mina Shirakawa's giant boobs came walking down. He was like,
2: "I love you." All right, there you got. It. I got <laughs> You were sorry, sorry. you were on the planks. Sorry right there. about that. <laughs> I, just in. I just dove on I just dove into, right. Right into right. the right into the crocodile's mouth. Of shit. We're, we're talking. We're talking about. We're talking about sports entertainment. We're talking about a genre of entertainment that has the absolute shittiest fans on the face of the fucking earth. So yeah. I think we'll be okay.
0: I think I'm. I think I'm okay. I'm like at the top. I'm like the head of foam on a beer. <laughs> um, tag team match for the Goddess of Stardom Championship. Uh, Hazuki and Koguma, who are FWC, they beat Mahime. This match was fine. I, um, I'm um, i a big fan that Koguma and Hazuki have matching gear, though. Huge fan. We'll move on, though. Um, Singles match for the World Wonder of Stardom Championship. I didn't tell you guys to watch this. This was pretty good, but um, Sayaka Mitani uh, defended against Unagi Sayaka. No one thought Unagi was going to win, so I was just like, you knew this was Kamitani's first defense, and she was going to win it. But here we go. Here's a big bad boy. Okay, so this was supposed to be a three-way. Um, stardom's got a little... Well, I mean, Japan in general has a little problem with the Omicron. People are getting sick, so they have to or have been exposed, so they have to be out for 10 days. Um, singles match to determine the number one contender for the World Stardom Championship. Maya Iwatani versus Julia. It ended in a time limit draw.
1: Brandon, thoughts? I thought this was a ton of fun, actually. Uh, 35-ish minutes, which is like the limit for me. Uh, But the last 10 minutes moved really quickly, that ending sequence that kind of, you know, I think probably ended up being about 10 minutes uh, sped right by from some brutal spots in this. I think, you know, part of, like, as I I get interested in this, I have to invest myself in one of the characters. Even, you know, maybe fast forward a year from now, I won't care about them. When it was New Japan, it was Ishii was -hmm. the first guy where I'm like, I'm just going to, like... Obviously, he um, get a kick out of him. Start focusing on him, and then that'll help me get into the show. I think for Stardom, it's Julia for me. Oh my god,
0: Julia's amazing.
1: So I really enjoy watching her. Uh, You know, I'm not a huge fan of the draw. I think Stardom goes to it more often than some other promotions. It seems, but in this spot, I think it makes sense, especially because they set up that uh, it was like either or night. You could win, so I'm assuming that leaves a, a spot for both of them to potentially get a match there. Yeah, Chris, thoughts. Yeah, I kind of dug. I always,
2: well, I mean, obviously, you can't use it too much, but the draw, I, it, it disappoints me that that it's, um, it's not used at all. Usually, uh, in American wrestling, it's a very, very odd thing. We're starting to see it in AW now and again, but other than that, it's, it's, it just gives you so many more options for story uh, other than win or loss. So it just, uh, it's odd that they stopped using especially wwe hasn't used it in years they don't even have a time limit though so yeah they don't it's just they don't do yeah they don't do any of that so um but uh i did like the fact that was it julia yeah julia says the the you know who she was wrestling i'm sorry my brain's taking a dump but uh julia uh that's right so she's Mayu says she's going to take it the second Opportunity. She's not going to go in there the first time, and then have to wrestle again if she wins. And Julia, kind of, it's always like this weird, almost like tongue-in-cheek, like "haha, we're friends. You're a piece of shit." But we're not friends, and you're a piece of shit. It's really right. the the attitude between them is very hard to nail down. Rivalry. Right? That's yeah. It it's like, yeah, yeah. Like I I I come out and pretend. It's almost like I'm pretending I like you, or acting like I like you. And acting like I'm kind of just ribbing you, like I'm just talking shit, but at the same time, all the things that I'm saying by talking shit, I really fucking mean. So it's 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 a cool dynamic that they use. Mutual so respect, that, hatred. Yeah. Yeah. And it's uh and it's interesting to um you know when you just don't do cheesy shit constantly and you actually use depth of character as a device
0: to push story. <laughs> I did find it, which was cool, and I'm watching this, and, you know, Julia basically, like, they both tie, and Julia's like, well, you're, you know, she calls her a senpai, you, you've you been around longer, you are higher on the totem pole than me, I'll let you pick. And I thought for sure, stupid ass, I'm programmed to think that fucking baby faces are dummies, that she was going to pick the first night, Mayo Iwatani. But she didn't, she's like, no way, I'm going to take the second night, that's easier, you can fight, I'll fight you twice if I have <laughs> to. Which is pretty good. I like this. This was a good ending. It was good everybody's protected. I'm curious if Tommy, Tommy Knox, who was supposed to be in this match, Tom Nakano, if this was going to be a time limit draw with three of them. That would have been wild. Or was Tommy? Yeah, I don't he... know what
1: they were originally gonna say. Right, I mean, I'm curious I was curious about that. Yeah. One that thing be... one go yeah, ahead Brandon go Brandon. No, got, was... Brandon, got. Brandon got. One point I was gonna make just going back to the draw and I, I still don't know like if Stardom produces hours of content weekly or, or what their uh, standard schedule is. But I think with a lot of the American like television wrestling, there's so much content and it oftentimes feels like storylines are just milked that when we get those draws, it, be, it, it just frustrates me because I'm like, man, this is like this story needs to be moving and it's, and it's just not. And then you hit me with that crescendo, like false crescendo there. <laughs> we're just right back to where we were. Uh, it would start them where it's like the, at least my viewership is fewer and far between. I think it it bothers me much less. So To defend it, it you know, I, I like it because it protects both of the people.
0: But at the same time, there's, like, this build. And as the time's running out, and, you know, sometimes someone does pull out a last-minute win. But as time's running out, you're watching this amazing match. And this match is fucking amazing. So you're watching this amazing match, and then when the time runs out, you're almost like, Oh,
1: man, but,
0: you know, mean, bravo who, clap. You know what I mean? Like, Well,
1: Julia's, like, like, bleeding from the head all of a sudden.
0: Yeah, she caught – I was trying to figure out what happened. I think she caught um, – little wardrobe slash on her chin because it looked like it was bleeding into her ear or out of yeah. her ear but it looks like the kit cut was on her chin it just leaked down into her ear yeah she looked gnarly that, there for a
1: minute that was another little piece of it that made it you know to your point like oh shit all of a sudden the bell rings and you're like somebody's cut from the head and right. laying flat on their back <laughs> right,
2: right
0: so pretty cool um chris did you have a final thought on this
2: yeah, I mean, like, you mind if I just give you a couple second rant? Cause that's something that came up while I was watching this. You know, you've been pitching stardom uh, on us, uh, you know, since we started this, and I find I was finding a lot of the stardom matches and the women in Japan in general difficult to watch and i couldn't understand why because i love japanese wrestling and, I, and and you know we say it on the show constantly that the the women are pretty much a shining star of every every show that we watch we could always use more of them it's not like i'm shitting on women's wrestling or japanese wrestling so i just never really understood it and then i came to the conclusion today after all this wrestling that we watch i'm thinking to myself i there is the content out there in general is just so fucking bad that it has just sapped my energy as far as watching anything new. What, what content you mean in general? Uh, just just in general, in general. Yeah. professional wrestling, everything, everything that we see. So like, you know, even New Japan hasn't been good. No, it's been terrible. No, yeah, nothing's good. And then I'm I'm flipping through Instagram because I still follow WWE product on Instagram because we do a podcast about wrestling, and I'm looking and I'm thinking to myself like, so they dumped. Dunk- I don't know if we do. We just talked that? about Star Wars for like ten minutes. Good. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Exactly. <laughs> so, so anyway, I'm I'm looking at it and I'm thinking you have what I just said before, where you had this a nuance and these characters that you develop. I mean, you have a girl come in from another, a woman comes in from another wrestling league and challenges like pretty much the the face of this league, and and is in tears because she left her behind and ruined her life. And then I turn around and I see on Instagram a video like a you know what were they a vignette for nikita lyons in nxt now i don't know if you know who this is i have no idea she's a woman on nxt her gimmick is that she drove around in a van with her dad all over the country singing country music and i'm thinking to myself wait 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 what, what Like, she was like, when I was a kid, well, I was going to do the accent. When I was a kid, I Go drove around in a van playing country music with my daddy. So she's, I don't get it. She's supposed to be white trash or what's going on? <laughs> I, I, well, here's the thing. I don't know. I think she's supposed to be like, you know, the girl next door, America's sweetheart, this like, you know, whatever. And I'm thinking to myself. What the fuck is going on that you think this is not going to get the shit boot out of it in mm. fucking 2022? What the fuck is going on here? And it's almost like, you know, they say the, the what? The rising tide raises all ships, yes. right? Yes. You're WWE being the biggest professional wrestling uh company in the world. Biggest is boat. basically basically just taking all the ocean. Oh, sh- water drain the ocean or whatever that show is on National Ge- Geographic when they go underwater and look at shit. They're just sucking all the fucking water out of the pool and it just bottoms the shit out of everything that there is. And part of the problem for me, I'm noticing was usually uh because I'm not familiar with the characters and I don't really know what's going on with the backstory with Stardom I watch it right before we do the podcast. So I usually do it on a Tuesday afternoon leading into the podcast so it's fresh in my head. I am so fucking tired and we're only watching AEW and I'm so fucking tired of this shit by then that I don't want to watch anything. I'm just like, I don't want to fucking do this anymore. And it's just drained the enthusiasm out of me. Now, this was so good. Mm-hmm. That it's like, OK, I can't wait till the next time we watch fucking starting because now I have an inkling of what's going on. I can I can see that it's a good story that's being told and I can't wait for the next episode.
0: Good. And I thought Chris was I thought, Brandon, I thought Chris was quitting on air.
2: No. And <laughs> then <laughs> never. And then God. and then what Brandon just said, you know, they they we don't know uh who's writing for the American wrestling we don't even watch wwe so let's just say AEW. right and you have these storylines that we're... actually
1: do i do know a guy <laughs> yeah we do we, do a we have a source yeah. they have they have they have
2: uh it's almost like they write stories like i give you let's just say mjf and jericho okay that i'm in charge of writing that mm-hmm. now and I are talking write about for that, wwe whoever i'm okay. just picking two wrestlers because uh, um I wouldn't say AEW has this same problem because they can burn through some stuff. They're pretty quick with their storylines. But when they get to these points where something like a draw is like, come on, we got to move the story along. It's like they're writing for an hour television programming, not realizing that that hour is being told in three and a half mi- minute segments over the course of fucking months. Mm-hmm. And it's just, you know, you lose interest in it or whatever. But That's it's just I'm watching. It. yeah, I'm watching this stuff and I'm just like. It doesn't, really doesn't look like it's that fucking hard.
0: Let me ask you. Um Okay, yeah, real quick before I ask a question. I think with Stardom, there's Rossi Ogawa. He's the guy that's like the head booker. I think that they rely on the talent to do all this. So all the storyline, oh, there's, there's a lot more backstage stuff now that they're putting on YouTube. There's a, a whole thing where um Starlight Kid shows up to pulleys she's in like a play and starlight kid shows up with a mask and like threatens her with the mask. And is like, here, I'm going to kill you. They're writing all this backstage shit. There's this shit with the towels, the lady in the towels. Yeah, we'll talk about the lady in the towels in a minute, but I think they're all working together to just with the trainers. There's a woman named Fuca. That's the only one I know off the top of my head. They're working together to just get these stories and give them a little bit of depth and make make material for social media. Make stuff to make you think about the product besides just advertising. And then you got WWE's fucking, they got 20 some guys, they can't figure out shit. They dump the fucking ideas right away. They dump their talent right away.
2: It's not really that hard, dude. I think I made this point before a long Go time ahead. ago when we first started doing this. When we were kids, and I'm not saying it was better back in the day, but when we were kids, they were writing stories with, like, four dudes sitting by a pool, writing mm-hmm. wrestling for months, right? That's the legend, right? Legend has it. it just wrote it by Vince's pool. Now, they – why can't they still do that? Now they have it, fucking all these people, their shit can of people left and right. Nobody – the right hand doesn't know what the left hand's doing, and it's just – It's fucking painfully obvious to the point where and this was part of what I wanted to say was to the point where you have WWE who has people, but they don't develop them. I don't look. I don't care that they bring legends back and they're going to I don't give a shit. But the only thing anybody cares, the only thing anybody cares about is Lita came back, right? Like, okay, that's a big deal. People love that Lita came back. If you're relying on things that were over back then to give you any kind of juice now, you're fucking up. you got plenty of people. Just let them fucking work.
0: Yeah. We're going to talk about, which I forgot to put on the outline, but we will be talking about Shane McMahon. Don't worry about it. Oh, yes. Yeah, we're going to talk Good. about Shane McMahon. Brandon, any final thoughts on the – well, let me go over the, – there's one more match, which I didn't have you guys watch. Uh, Siri the champ defeated Mirai. Mirai really didn't have a shot. It was just a chance for us to get a look at Mirai. Who well, I know from TGPW. Um, she was definitely a star over there. And I thought she was like going to be face of the company. She jumps ship. She leaves. Trained by um, the original Tiger Mask. And endorsed by the original Tiger Mask. She's an amazing wrestler. Power wrestler. But we're kind of, you know, we're trying to... There's a weird thing going on with Donna Delmon where it feels like they're going to go split Because they got a couple of doubles. So you get got Mariah. You also have um, Micah. They're kind of the same wrestler. They're both Judica. They're both powerhouses. I got a feeling we're going to have some splitsies going on there. But overall, really good, really good show. Brandon, final thoughts on this?
1: Yeah, I I think this is a good. Like I perceive this as a setup for the year pay per view. What's what's coming down the pipeline in twenty two, and for that, from what I watched, I think you know it makes me excited to continue watching in the coming months. And it's just refreshing, you know, to the rant that you guys just kind of went on. I stepped away from. I always think of that uh, WWE remark they made about aew where it's like this what you're doing isn't going to be appealing to network sponsors partners venues and then all the way down at the end was the general public which is me and like it's nice to just watch something where all of that other shit isn't in the way between someone doing something interesting and me getting to consume it so right it's refreshing final, final thoughts on the show
2: chris died Alright, um. Uh, I didn't realize you wanted to meet. That's no, uh, fantastic. It. I really enjoyed it. Right, I good. Had, cut, and, cut and dry.
0: Yeah. Um. Yeah. This is, uh, I, I will stand by it. It's one of the most exciting products to work, watch. Uh, I think, uh, A. I think the hottest products on the planet right now are AW, Stardom, and Noah. And I think we should focus on it. We should watch it more. Well, not AW. We have no choice. We watch it every fucking week, <laughs> but we should
2: focus on the stuff we enjoy and stop watching stuff we don't, right? I mean, we can watch Dark and we can watch we can watch Dark Evolution and we can watch Being the Elite. I mean, there's always more AEW to watch.
0: <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's move out of that. Uh so prominence. Okay, I talked about Prominence, the Deathmatch group. So they have a so they're working with Stardom. They also have a streaming agreement for their first few shows with Wrestle Universe. We're gonna talk about them in a minute, which is the Abem Abima Abemma. It's like a television channel. They have a streaming service. Wrestle Universe. So Wrestle Universe now has well, we might as well talk about this now anyway. They have DDT, they have TJPW, they have Prominence, they have Noah, and now it's been announced that GCW is going to be on Wrestle Universe. Brandon, how excited are you to watch a GCW show on Wrestle Universe?
1: Is this? So, I, I saw you tag on the Instagram the other day that this is something that you're going to start pushing pushing on us now. Is this what's coming down the pipeline? I'm oh, definitely going to watch one. I might hate it. <laughs> Yeah, we'll check it out. I mean, it's it, they have gained some kind of, like, small cult following in this area that I feel like you know, it warrants at least two hours of my attention. But up front, no, not particularly excited. I, I think yes, you guys more than I know very well what kind of shit that these they're probably up to with this, like, local uh, northeast wrestling going on here. Right. There's been many, many iterations of this program. I can't wait to see a cross promotion between DDT
0: and GCW. Trash wrestling and joke wrestling. It's going to be amazing. Chris, thoughts on GCW? Excited to go to Atlantic City to go watch a DDT show.
2: So uh, I, I was just thinking when you were talking, I was thinking that the first GCW show might we might have to try to schedule that to watch all watch that together live. Yeah, because it's probably going to be trash bag city. <laughs> it's the only way that's going to make it bearable.
0: Yeah, last one was in uh, up in New York and. I, I don't know. People were going crazy about it. It was the greatest professional wrestling event in history. And then I waited a couple days for it to set in, and then you start to start to see how bad it was. People were just like, that was fucking terrible. The time management was awful. Like The main event got like 10 minutes. Like Everything else took forever. Yeah, GCW's a trash ball. Sorry, guys.
2: That's got to be probably one of the hardest things to do about running a show you're going to televise is fucking time management.
0: Yeah, well, you got to have a pro in there that knows what they're doing. Be like, a we handle. Handle. You got to close this up. Even if it's even yeah. it's the ref just going disqualification. Alright, move on. Next. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like yeah. you gotta have somebody in there to fucking to run shit. And if you don't have somebody, if you're worried about uh uh the dickhead, what, what the fuck's that guy's name? Gage. Oh, fuck oh, him. Gage calling mark. you a mock. You mock. Shut the fuck, fuck up and get
2: off Shut stage. Them. Oh, by the way, he signed a long term deal with G C W. Whatever oh, that oh, means. Good for him. So he'll get paid by the company that probably won't be exist in existence in a few years. Yeah. We're getting more exposure, yeah, because more now more people are gonna realize see how much you fucking suck, you stink,
0: and they're not gonna man. watch rot ass tooth man. Oh, that rot-
2: oh, God, right,
1: you think about- we get him him versus DDT of uh, Ronald McDonald? I am
0: into it. yes, <laughs> <laughs> I think uh, Ronald McDonald retired, R.I.P. Oh man, we'll how about to bring Colonel out the- Sanders? We'll have to bring out the Colonel Sanders. <laughs> There was, a DDT, versus Sanders. there was a DDT match a few years ago. It was an outdoor match where Colonel Sanders wrestled riding a giant chicken. It was it was I fucking cried laughing. He rode up like you know, it was like one of those chicken suits where your legs are the chicken legs, you know what I mean? But yeah. stick it out he, on the top, and it was Colonel yeah. Sanders and he rode in from the distance like he was real small and he slowly got closer i'm starting to cry just laughing from how stupid it was when i first watched it i watched that fucking match over and over again i laughed so hard <laughs> and takagi's just like he's in tears trying to he's having to wrestle him but the whole time he's laughing and having to stop and catch his breath and then he goes for a pin and he's just laughing the whole fucking time is so much <sighs> fun all right we're about to uh start him real quick okay so um we get the Rio Goku show that's coming up that's their big anniversary show. Um so I think coming into this we're going to get we're going to get a bunch of this prominent stuff, I think. We might get Julia versus Suzu Suzuki. And I think we're getting Siri versus Risa Sarah. Which is pretty fucking hype, and I'm hoping, I'm hoping they do a hardcore match. I hope to god we get Siri versus Risa Sarah in a fucking death match. Would you be stoked to see that Brandon?
1: Yeah, absolutely. I I really do not know what to expect from like this stardom death match, uh, faction. So that in its own has has piqued my interest.
0: Chris, are you ready to watch some ladies bleed?
1: You know, uh,
2: on the fence. Uh, but yeah, my 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 soul is on the fence, but my mind says yes.
0: Yep. Uh, <laughs> uh, the mystery towel lady. Okay, so we got some more segments with the Mystery Tal Lady. Um, it's definitely Kyrie Sane, so let's not even go into that. Also, they announced they're going to have a young talent tournament, so they're going to have a bunch of people from uh, different companies come over, and um, they're all going to have this big tournament for uh, in Stardom. So we're gonna expecting company. Like, I, I think of it as, it's called New Blood. That's what it's going to be called. I think it's Stardom bringing all these people together from other companies. They're just going to steal them. I'm just going to hoover up all the kids, I think. And he's like, yep, these are ours now. See ya. All right. Let's move on. What else do I got? we got the Hanukkah show. It's coming up. There's a second anniversary show coming up. Uh, we're not going to talk about that just yet. We'll wait until we get closer to it. Um, Nia Jax. So uh, the lovely, beautiful, powerful, strong woman, Nia Jax basically admitted that she paid for a fake vax card. And not only did she pay for a fake vax card, she went on Twitter and said, guess what? A bunch of other people did too, so fuck it. I'm throwing everybody under the bus if you're going to give me shit.
1: Brandon, thoughts? Oh my god. that rem- Yeah, I, I think so, I saw somebody else said this, but it immediately reminded me of that MF Doom song, the rap snitches telling all their business. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> St- sit in the court and be their own star witness. It's like, why the fuck is she out there so <laughs> Saying, admitting to, uh, I think it's a felony crime. It is, it is a felony. I don't know what it's so, like in Texas, I, but yeah. I don't want to get into the conversation of what her rights are, but what a fucking dumb thing to say. Truly, zero good outcomes come from saying that. Oh, you think but I, I broke the law? So did all your other favorites. Go ahead, Brandon. I am curious. I'm like, she's probably not lying. I wonder how rampant that is in WWE. <laughs> I think Jackson Riker definitely
0: got vaccinated. <laughs> <laughs> it's kind of fucked up because uh Roman Reigns, who is her cousin basically, is like immunocompromised. So, like, what the fuck,
1: dude? You well, that was the other. I think I read this. That was the other part of what she said. Was like the family members you would think might have stood up for me during all this did not. So I was I was assuming that's who she was referencing. And then she's like, and by the way. I'm not fucking vaccinated. And a bunch of these people around you aren't Roman. Good luck. But like, What is going to <laughs> Chris?
2: So I'm just curious because I did a dive into this, but I don't know how to use a computer, so probably couldn't find it. Did she actually admit to not doing it, or was she just saying, guess what? Did she say, I didn't do it, I got a fake card? And I saw the one tweet where she was saying, a bunch of your favorites don't have it either. Right. Or got, I saw one that said, a bunch of your favorites had fake cards. Did she say that? Did she actually say, I got a fake card? Yeah. Okay, so there's a tweet. All right, I was just curious. I couldn't find that one. I was yeah. just very curious, because you said that. So I was like, ooh, let me see this. Brandon, Let's
1: you got it in front it. of you? So there, somebody posted some, like... That yeah, bad bad, bad bad math statistic about how effective vaccines are, and she says I stand by that, Hun- honey. If you really think that all your favorites don't do the same as I do, you're sadly mistaken. I know a lot of people in many professional sports that just paid and got a real card from a doctor. Not that so so she referenced like they do the same as I do. I know a bunch of people that did this. So she didn't okay. Say, she didn't actually say it. clear she, of words. She, she didn't of, say right, it. Right, I okay. got a fake gotcha. car. yeah. Gotcha gotcha
2: yeah I mean the words speak for themselves I don't think my opinion's gonna do anything for it you know I'm on her I'm on our
0: feed right now going through it people are just like supporting her which is kind of weird but oh.
2: people are fans people are you know they feel the same way so they attach themselves to people that feel the same way as they do you know? that's true. Those I you are, know what the fuck, fuck them.
1: I don't care. As well, about she doesn't it? have a fucking job, so yeah, she's got a yeah she's job. she got yeah, she's not working. And way. you know, here's
2: the here's the, the 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 best part about it is is that it's not you are now not the person that got fired from WWE. You're the person that throws their ex coworkers on the fucking bus. That so too. Who The fuck is gonna fucking hire you?
0: Like uh, when you're like backstage trying to rape women like uh, some of these scumbags, and she's not gonna come work. Work for you, because she'll rat
2: you out. How am yeah. I supposed to keep it all a secret? How am I supposed to dangle in my dick? How am I? am sp- on a plane. I got them. my dick out, and I'm making some woman touch it. She's just gonna rat me out. Oh, hold on, hold on. she got to play wait. the wait. game. Wait a minute. Yeah, cover it up.
0: Cover up the Ric Flair trick. <laughs> mm, touch my
2: dick. All right, shall we move on? What if she had pushed him out of the plane when he showed him his, her, her, showed that, that flight attendant his dick, and he was just like, woo! In the middle of the ring somewhere, in some there was a ring. in the Midwest. It was the, it was
0: the, uh, it was the G-C-W. ring in the, it was the FMW ring in the middle of the jungle. There you go. Yeah, he lands
1: it. I wish we it was Nia Jax have- pushed him out. yeah we don't even have to get into this Brian Kendrick thing, but it is oh, amazing fuck. how yeah, how, oft, how often we do this show and we have to bring up. Don't have to, but it it comes up that someone in the last seven days has done or said something like insane to the point where it's trended online. Yeah, I guess we it's, should we I, should talk about. Let's I talk feel about like Brian that's Kendrick. specific to pro wrestling, where it's like uh, they, these companies like AEW on TNT. You would think they got a fresh start. How hard it would be for them to avoid like uh Jews control the weather conspiracy theories or whatever the fuck he was saying and he, I think that's like what you're saying they're, they're harvesting eyeballs or something right. like and it's like every week they got someone's done something insane
0: think about it okay so the NFL what's there 40 some guys per team right yeah there's 30 some teams
2: 32
0: right yeah think of how many people work for the NFL and a lot Thousands. of them are, A lot of them are fucking nuts. A lot of them are psychopaths. Some dude for some team just got locked up for fucking getting in a drunk car accident and killing his fucking girlfriend. Like, a lot of these guys are dopes, and they do crazy-ass shit. Every week we have wrestling news of some nut job. There's not that many wrestlers in these companies. No,
1: there's not. (laughs) It's It's like a couple percent, which is incredibly high. Right. And this is just who, like, comes out and, and openly says it. Right.
0: Yeah, the other ones, oh, they're they just be, you know, the uh, Jackson Rikers of the world are keeping their mouth shut. Go ahead,
2: Chris. Well, there's, like, with the math, which is probably wrong, there are, with the numbers you just gave us, players on the team, I don't know how many there are. But that, that those numbers are 1,280 players right. in the NFL. 1, okay. I'm assuming 1,200, yeah. 1,280 players or 1,200 players. There aren't that many. I'm willing to bet there's not that many pro wrestlers in the United States. All right. I'm I'm talking on every fucking level, right, right, and yet one says something, but it goes back to my, you know, my. I say this all the time. It, they live in on a different plane of existence. Yeah, than they're stupid. stupid. They're fucking dumb. So anyway, uh, for listeners at home today, you don't know what we're talking about, so Brian Kendrick basically
0: uh, has some old videos out there where he's anti-Semitic videos. So Tony Khan brings him in. He's going to wrestle John Moxley in the last show. At the last minute, they got to cancel him. They got to get rid of him. And uh, there you go. But Brian Kendrick. <laughs> but I guess there's this this one wrestler called Gentleman Jervis who like defended him, and now he got fired. They're like, this guy's a fucking asshole. Totally <laughs> fired. He works for Ring of Honor, I believe. I forget what company he works for. Not more for Ring of Honor anymore. No, Ring of Honor still they're supposedly running a show in April.
2: I don't. So, go ahead, Chris. And no, I was just trying to like, oh, it, it. The best part about this, and we were, we were, I was thinking about this the other day. All these people that AEW signs on a regular basis, every week somebody else is all elite. 99% of these guys that they sign have never fucking moved the needle one goddamn bit at all. I mean, at all. I mean, we're at a point, i um,
0: as people who have... Brandon, you can chime in after this. As people who have been watching AEW now since its inception, pretty much. Are you excited for... We're going to talk about it with Tony Khan. Are you excited more for the guys they signed from WWE? Or are you more excited? Because for me, I'm more excited for the guys... The Lee Moriarty's and guys like that getting a chance now, at this point. I love Powerhouse Hobbs. I like... Well, Ricky Starks is an NWA guy, but him getting... You know, a chance to defend that title that he never defends on on uh, on Rampage was awesome. I care about the guys that they had that are establishing themselves. I don't really... These guys that are name value, quote-unquote, name value guys that they sign, they add something to the pie and make it fun to watch and probably bring in, you know... There's only so many fucking wrestling fans, so it's like probably bringing a couple thousand people to watch specific shows. But... As, like, a a critical thinker of watching professional wrestling, I'm more excited to watch these younger guys. And we'll go into it in a minute. Brandon, thoughts?
1: I don't have too much. Yeah, I agree. The only thing that I want is for someone to do something interesting that I haven't seen a hundred times before. Whoever that is, go for it. A lot of these older guys have failed to do that. So I'm more apt to be like, hey, Ricky Starks, what do you have to come up with if we give you more time? Right. Chris? Yeah, I agree with you. Like
2: I get, I get excited for guys like Powerhouse Hobbs. I'm glad you named him because he's one of the ones I like to watch. Ricky Starks. You know, you said he was in the NWA right before this, but you know, to to anybody that didn't watch the NWA, which is I'm one of them. It's a lot lots, of people. Lots of people. Yeah. He's he's somebody that nobody knew who probably no no people at home. It, it, the people that go to AEW tend to know exactly who's coming out at whatever time. But the they're, random they're person that's this, but the random people. They have no idea, right? Um, and I was having this conversation with a friend of mine when you're we talking about it, and it's like, you know, what I said before. It's like you you signed a bunch of people that were young people that you wanted to give a chance to, and they all of a sudden, I mean, look, I was more happy with seeing Wheeler Yuta versus uh, John Moxley on a Wednesday night at eight o'clock than anything you could possibly possibly do. With Brian Kendrick, right? I don't give Brian a fuck Kendrick. about Brian Kendrick. Like I said, he's a nobody. Never, 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 never moved the fucking needle. If he had moved the needle at any point, he wouldn't have been fired ten fucking times, right? It, it, so, okay, you're once again you're uh you're you're playing to the back of the room, and the people in the audience are going to be really excited. But isn't it a fucking waste instead of spending money on this dude that really technically once again has never moved the fucking needle? How about one of the guys that you probably don't give anywhere near the money to, fucking put them in the ring right. and make them your guy. R.I.P. Kendrick. Instead of these guys that are immediately identified with WWE. R.I.P. Kendrick. Or, or, G- or GCW. Or GCW. You know, R.I.P. Kendrick yeah, this, Kendrick
0: thought that the Holocaust wasn't real. I hope he got sent off to a
2: gas chamber, the bitch. Was that what it was? He's <laughs> one of them. Yeah. Hol- Listen, Brian Kendrick, the Holocaust is as real as your career going down the fucking tubes
1: is real right now, dick. Yes. The funny part about that was that he was employed up until that day with WWE without problem, and then it wasn't until that he moved to AEW that somebody dug this up. So these this shit is just like hiding all over the place. You, you can't hide anything it. from David Bixen Span. He'll find it.
2: Well, you know, it, it it also has become. And look, uh, you know, sometimes it's. Good I can't see what Dixon
0: and Span posts because he has, his posts are all private, but he's always posting shit. We're not allowed to look at it. I can't look at it. That's weird. I don't. I'm not. Does to? I've never commented. I think on he it blocked either. you. Oh, he did block me. Can you see his post? I can see him.
2: Oh, he yeah. blocked me. Oh, nice. <laughs> Why oh, did he
0: block you?
2: I got to tell Dan. Donny yeah, Wood, I get him. I gotta tell Tony Wood for fucking Ring Rust. Oh my god, I got blocked too. Ooh, shout out to Ring Rust. What yeah. what did he do you think he listened to the podcast and heard you talk about him and blocked you? I don't know. You? Maybe I said something on Twitter I, a long time ago about him. I hope listen, I hope it's I, it doesn't matter. I'm just glad he got blocked by that fucking troll. <laughs> I've never been blocked by anybody.
0: <laughs> I, didn't Jim, do anything. Jim, I love it.
2: I'm sure you've been blocked by people, you just didn't give a shit. Oh yeah, that's it. I I, I just assumed that his shit was
0: private. I never thought about it. I thought maybe he was. I'm trying to think of what he did wrong. Didn't he do something like stupid like about six months ago? Brandon, do you remember? What did Bix do that was like really dumb?
2: Well, he did something. I don't remember what it was, but I remember. I didn't know, you know me. I don't know who these fucking people are. I didn't yeah. know who the hell he was. And I remember this was probably the the point in which you guys had to explain who he was to me and send yeah. me his right. and all that, this the shit. Sh- I just can't remember what it was. Right. That's probably listeners got, go through man. the archives, give them all a listen, and then send us an email <laughs> and remind us.
1: What the hell? Well, I'm black by Beck. He get in trouble for. <laughs> I didn't get in trouble. That's it's Beck's
0: band. Fuck that guy.
1: No, no. What did he get in trouble for? I forget. He said something
0: really stupid. stupid. I don't know. Damn, I don't know. All right, let's move on. So uh, Tony Khan, he comes out and he says, uh, "This tomorrow night, there's a big signing. We're gonna the forbidden door is open. Whatever he defines as the forbidden door. Do we know what we define as the forbidden door? I think it's like I think it's Tanahashi is the first person that spoke about a forbidden door, and he was talking about between AEW and New Japan. I don't really know what the Forbidden Door is to Tony Khan. Okay, so, Brandon, who do you think is the big signing?
1: Let's take a guess. Go ahead. It's coming through Cody Rhodes. You think Cody Rhodes is going to be? <laughs> it's coming through That's his crotch. I, that I was the, my first thought. His zipper thought was opens on his this. pants and someone climbs out. That was my first thought. I was like, they played this game that he's like the Forbidden Door guy and he's unsigned. And they hit the, he's going to have like. God, I hope circled his way back around through the forbidden door and now he can compete again for the title or whatever Ooh, hold on i just had an idea so the guy that does sign and
0: comes through the forbidden door cody's going to come out and challenge him and cody's going to get booed the whole fucking match it's going to be amazing brandon who do you think it is There's
1: is it going to be Bearcat? Out.
0: bearcat bearcat i think is the lead guy the guy that most likely is going to come through right
2: Chris, who do you think? I'm gonna be honest with you, I have no idea. Um my I'm thinking uh long time WWE. So I'm thinking maybe Ric Flair will drop down from the ceiling. No, I really don't know. <laughs> yeah, I, mean, <laughs> I really haven't had a chance to think about it. There's so many options out there. It's like how do you put your finger on it? Um, you know, and also who knows who WWE over the last year didn't sign to a non-compete so it could be somebody who worked for them yesterday at this point right right and i mean really if you're talking about the biggest signing to come through the forbidden door it, uh, keith lee bearcat not the guy because he, is he really somebody i mean that's a that's in my he's opinion an indie darling he's an indie darling i agree with AW. that but if you're gonna, I, I agree with you i agree with you there but if you're going to frame him as the biggest uh, uh, forbidden door guy. I mean, like, WWE was in NXT for a while and a cup of fucking coffee and never really did anything. Great matches, great talent. I'm not knocking Keith Lee. Terrible fucking promo. But um, I don't really... I associate him as a guy who was an indie guy that right. happened to be... I was going to make that point fan. as well. And so, I, I, if you're going to... If it is him and you framed him as this, the biggest forbidden door signing ever um you're letting people the fuck down or you're you're misinterpreting what forbidden door is because this guy is a fucking indie guy he's not a wwe guy it would have to be somebody who is as wwe fucking tattoo if we're forehead.
0: assuming that a it's a wwe guy yes b that it's a male yes that's assuming two things
2: brandon any guess go ahead gangrel okay that's val, excellent val venus Oh, I got one. I am going to throw a real one out there. Now that you've, Don't say Ric Flair.
1: Don't
0: say Ric Flair. I want Tony Storm. Okay, that'd be awesome. I hope it's Tony Storm. That'd I be pray huge that one.
2: it's Tony Storm.
0: I'm going to put this out there. If we bring in um, Keith Lee, he comes with Mia Yim. So we get Mia Yim and Keith Lee. That'd That's be a, a cool one. one. That'd be cool. Yes. That'd
2: be great. How about, imagine this in your mind. Chono.
0: Masa Jono, comes out. <laughs> you hear the clinking, <laughs> Baba, the clinking of da- daggers together. Jyuta comes out. That would be fantastic too. And it makes it so he's not—he's not really signed with fucking AW, but you know,
2: he, no. he's no—he's still signed with but, Japan. Wait, he hasn't done shit other than a few Impact things. He so is,
0: according to Kevin Kelly, I listened to an interview with Kevin Kelly, and he said he's still signed to. to New Japan Pro Wrestling. He's a New Japan guy. He's waiting. He married an American woman. And he's waiting for his green card to go through, which means he has to be a permanent resident for a certain amount of time. So that's what he's doing in the United States right now. He has I'm been showing up. He has been showing up on Impact. I miss Jay White. Jay White's fucking one of my favorites. Yeah. If he shows up, that'd be pretty fucking exciting. And it would also. Stick your foot in the dick of every single person. Who's like focus on so WWE guys, even though we just talked about it. Keith Lee is not a WWE. In my mind, is not a WWE guy. He's no, an indie he's guy not. that went to WWE and he failed. Yes, failed. Quote, fa- quote, unquote. They failed him. They failed him.
2: In
1: my opinion, but yes.
0: Brandon, what do you think of those ideas?
1: Yeah, I mean that would be the most exciting. I remember I was getting a little gassed up when we went to see AEW. That was a potential that he could come out. That night, because I think New Japan was around, that would probably be my personal favorite, but usually when they do this, it's been like a mild letdown, so I'm imagining it's going to be like mid-tier. Boom, boom, boom,
0: boom, 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 boom. Jeff Hardy, Hardini. Par- pa- he comes in
1: on too. a parachute with his
0: parachute pants. Shano come- would be funny. Oh my God, Shano would be amazing. Oh, that's right. We didn't talk about Shane Mack. So uh, anyway, uh, Shane, let's talk about that real quick uh, before we dive into AEW. Shane McMahon um, apparently was booking the Royal Rumble, um, this past Royal Rumble. He booked himself to win the whole thing. (laughs) He booked himself to beat Matt Riddle in a fucking fight. Matt Riddle's a UFC fighter, former UFC fighter. Uh, He outstruck, outstriked Matt Riddle. And then he got fired by his father (laughs) immediately afterwards. Now
1: he has no contract. Brandon does. Yeah, at first I was like, how the fuck do you get fired from your own company? I looked this up. Like five years ago or something, he sold all of his shares, which I think is kind of funny that he has no real affiliation with that company. It's just been hanging around and per my inside source was was actively tearing apart and editing the WWE Monday Night Raw scripts like up until the show. So that guy had really had no business being there for a, a long time, no ownership and was just, like, inserting himself left and right. So I'm not surprised to hear that he, like, (laughs) they had finally had enough of his ass. Unbelievable. Chris, thoughts? I think this is, like, one of the greatest stories. Two things. That's one of the greatest stories I ever heard.
2: Like, you go out there and you're acting like like a complete dickhead. As soon as you come back, your dad fires you. Your dad fires you. Uh, but I'm gonna tell you because you know the way I feel about AEW fans and whatever they hate, I fucking love. If he came out on A, oh my god, World it'd be amazing! Night, oh, it's gonna be I don't the greatest thing in fucking wrestling history. I am gonna be on my floor, and I'll tell you what. My brother-in-law, I was gonna keep this as a surprise for you. My brother-in-law asked me a couple weeks ago if I wanted to go, and I said yeah. What said, Atlantic, I'll City? I'll to Atlantic City? Atlantic City. Then he said yeah, I'll handle the tickets. Well, he's a really busy guy, and he dropped the ball and. He he texts me, he goes, listen, I dropped the ball in the tickets, and I said back to him, ah, I completely fucking forgot they were in AC, don't worry about it. <laughs> but I, I said to him before we started the podcast, I sent him a text because I was watching AEW beforehand. And <laughs> I sent him a text and it said, you know, thanks to you, I'm not going to have to drive for an hour to see Chris Jericho's hair plugs." Oh, my God. Which, by the way, are <laughs> fucking re- ridiculous. Yeah, they look great.
0: He's getting a little uh, Botox, too.
2: He's looking
1: yeah. good.
0: He's a good-looking guy.
1: Uh Oof. anything else? No. That's always an interesting decision when instead of looking wrinkly and aging, you just start filling your Smooth. head with like some kind of like saline solution Slump. and just like inflate yourself. <laughs> you just <laughs> plump
0: Yeah. The smoothing. Alright, shall we move on to uh let's move on. Okay. Here we go. A W dynamite. John Moxley versus his um Sudden replacement, Brian, Brian Kendrick's sudden replacement, Wheeler Yuta. So we get a young guy in the fucking uh, prominent position beginning the show. Um, uh, John, and more importantly than this match, which was a good match, Brian Danielson comes out and basically says, you know what, Mox? Why don't we take all these young guys under our wings? Why don't we create a faction? Let's do Suzuki Gun 2.0. Let's do Danielson Gun. And let's kick the shit out of everybody else and show them what real wrestling is all about. Brandon, thoughts?
1: Yeah, I mean, I, I'll be right back. <laughs> Go ahead. I don't love the faction thing. This thing, this company has become overly factioned out. So those are two of my favorite sort of wildcard singles wrestlers that actually make the show more interesting because their actions aren't like predetermined by what their faction says they should be doing, and that's kind of what eats up ninety-five percent of the AEW storylines. But I think they those two would be interesting enough on their own that they could make something of this, especially if they take a couple of couple other there's uh random younger guys that are sort of loose. I think we could get something there. What do you think, yeah, Chris? I I agree with you. I was very
2: happy to see this. Now, who knows which way they're going to go with it? You know, I mean, it could just as easily end up just being uh, Danielson, Danielson Danielson versus um, I almost said Danielson, Danielson versus. Uh, <laughs> Versus Mox, son. Which is, you know, also not angry with that. Whatever way this turns out to me, I think we win. Right? Yeah, that's I, you know, I, I so it's like you know, you get you, you have uh, a fork in the road. Whatever way that you take on this fork, I think is, um, is going to be, uh, it's going to be successful. It's going to work out. You got two great talents in there with these two guys. Uh personally, I would prefer them to go be together uh solely because if you end up with those two together and they have like this crew of young dudes, the young dudes are going to be on more, we're going to see younger talent and on top of that, it extends this this can go on for years as opposed to 6 months and then they'll kill it in a pay-per-view. So, you know, I mean, I I I I'm behind this 100% and um
1: very happy to see it. Yeah. yeah, I think they've both now been at a point in their career, maybe Danielson less, where they've they've kind of fucked up their title reign or shot because they. Didn't align with 18 other people that the guy they're competing against did, and it interfered in their matches and prevented them from having success. So I think it does actually make sense for both of them to be like, "All right, enough of this bullshit." I'm like, we both could have been champion if we didn't have the good brothers running in and fucking with us every week, or whoever it was for Brian Danielson in the dark order. It's like, okay, you know, especially if you get Wheeler, Ude, I think Daniel Garcia, Moriarty. That could be fun, and you know those are good guys that I think we're all high on. Maybe leave had a little less, but the, that they, that it could turn something over to them, like as Chris is referencing over the course of years. Right. Sorry, guys. No, I was. What I was saying was, I think this is a
2: win-win. This is a win-win situation. You get, uh, Mox, uh, I'll repeat, you get Mox and Danielson working together. That's awesome. You get Mox and Danielson eventually going at it. That's awesome. So, uh, you know, I don't think we, and there's no way that we lose here. I would like the former though. I,
0: uh, my wife is, uh, coloring her hair. So she's in the bathroom. So I had to run all the way to the basement and pee in the sink basin and run all the way up here, hose it out, bleach it down. Run all the way back up here. Oh god, I'm so fat, disgusting. By the
1: way, I shit myself today. Let's move on. Just dropped just dropped pile him. pile on the carpet and ran back upstairs. Let me on.
2: ask you this, Jim, because you failed to mention it. Uh Danhausen made another appearance during this match. Who? Uh Danhausen. Who's that? You know, Danhausen. The Dracula guy. Whatever his name is. Oh Dan I know Housen. who he is. Dan I just Housen? don't know yeah, who, he who he is yet. No. I'm just saying, um, you know, if if, if Danhausen drinks beer, it doesn't like beer from a bottle, do you think he drinks it out of a canhausen? <laughs> Is that, was that a joke? Was that actually on there? I don't know. I mean, if it was, if he was more like a big Van Vader character, he would say that he was the Manhausen. Oh <laughs> this Christ. is what he, this is what he does on Twitter. This basically. is what he does. Yeah, he basically puts housing after things. Like, if he was a racist, if he was a scumbag racist white supremacist in the South, he would join the Klu- Klan houses That's pretty good. That's pretty good. There we go. Chris is heating up. He's yeah, I on mean, fire. He's on fire. That's that's it. I, wrote, I wrote them down. I'm nice. Down my nuts, like, I didn't want to forget. I forgot the Jim Ross Ric Flair joke. I still haven't remembered it. So okay. That'll never happen again. That's all right. One day. And I still have the uh, sake de nake wrap somewhere here. Uh, nice I'll have to bring that out. In your files? In your file. <laughs> in my files, which is filled with toys and comic books. And... Uh,
0: I'm all about sure. I'm all about a Danielson goon. Okay, let's move on. <laughs> Death Triangle versus... You shit, e- you
1: shit yourself today? Hold on. We can't just breeze by that. That would be irresponsible. Oh, I'm sorry, did I say that? <laughs> Chris missed it. I did shit myself today.
0: How did this happen? I but, gambled and I lost. It was a tough one. I might have run upstairs throughout my underwear. It was the whole routine. I had just gotten out of the shower, so I was ready to go to work.
1: Oh. Did you get back in the shower? Oh, yeah, right away.
0: I hosed it out, threw the tra- underwear out. It was a yellow yeah. cream that had to be washed out of my ass. It was terrible.
1: Ooh. A little it's corn fun. chowder? It's fun being an adult. <laughs> I did see, you remind me, I did see that new jackass over the weekend. Oh, yeah, how was it? So I mean, I love that stuff. I it, as old as I get, that hasn't like gotten boring to me at all. Yeah, I love it too. A couple couple, it a couple times in that movie, though, they shit themselves. <laughs> so I get it. Chris, did you see it yet? The uh, Chris, did you see the new Jackass?
2: Oh no, we were going to go see it last night. We didn't see it yet. I I will oh. tell you. I will tell you this though. Just knowing that it' out there, it's starting to make the world seem like it's. All right, again. He, what, that jackass is back? That jackass.
0: I know, is back. yeah. That's a, like one that's, of those things. It's like a cash. That's everybody's observation. It's like, man, fucking the world is back to where it is. Jackass, jackass is ass. left.
2: Like as, a, as a wrestling fan, it's like, no matter how much you hate John Cena when he's gone for a while and then you hear his music, you're just like, ah, oh, Cena's yeah, back. back. Fuck yeah. has yeah. got the title again. Yeah, exactly.
0: The Knights of the Black Throne. They're not the Kings anymore, by the way
1: it came up as knights of the black throne i saw that yeah, I, and i it. i think they i don't think they did i think they fucked it up because they still announced them over that as kings of the black throne yeah also it makes no sense cuz fucking Brody king, one of
2: them's name's king, king and the other one's named black it they uh, yeah, they're they're the kings that's <laughs> I didn't even piece that together. I'm yeah, a, I'm it's both. Brody King and, and and Malachi Black. That's why Knights they're the, of the kings Black of the throne. Black Throne. And then they go shit on top of each other's heads in the toilet. Let's get that joke out of the way. Yeah, let's get the shit
0: jokes <laughs> out now. Let's get the shit out of the way. I shitted myself.
2: They dark shitted tower. on each
0: other. The Black <laughs> Throne was sat upon.
2: <laughs> Jim shat right on top of his dark. He created the Dark Tower.
0: Yeah, I shitted. It was a giant Dark Tower.
2: I shitted. Um
0: so, uh, Death Triangle versus Knights, <laughs> Knights of the Black Throne. No shit, it's happening. Um, pretty good match. Uh, Pack is back. Yep, I said it. And um, there you go. Brandon, thoughts?
1: Yeah, this was fun. It felt like it flew by. I don't, I don't know how long this match actually was. I don't have the time in front of me, but it felt like it was like five minutes. I So, I thought they could have uh, had this run up. What's that word? I want to say divulged. Is that the... Is that the right fucking word? You just let something go? Indulged. Yeah, indulged. they could have indulged. Yeah, they could have indulged us here a, a little bit longer. But yeah, it, it was fun, these four. Oh, too Divulge old. is like giving up a secret. To, to like, yeah. Gross thoughts. Long day. That's okay. Yeah,
2: Yeah, you know. Uh, did you shit yourself? Get, I.
1: Brandon, did you shit yourself? I haven't shit myself in a couple years. No, it wasn't so. that long then a little concerned by how this was rapidly speeding up in your life. It's come up a couple times. frequencies frequency is increasing. Listen, I, listen, I, I take Metamucil so every st- day, brother.
2: Sometimes it's unpredictable. I got so many stories of this motherfucker shit in his pants. Oh, You're not right. concerned by the frequency? No, I don't give a shit. No, I'm not concerned. I mean, literally, I don't
0: give a shit. Just give up the shits. All over the carpet. Not today, though. Chris, thoughts?
2: <laughs> No, he, he had two massive shits himself since we've been doing it last year. <laughs> I
0: shit on the rug. <laughs> I shit on the rug. And I shit oh, in my pants. Ooh. Oh.
1: What? It's not
0: Jimmy's that weird. Jimmy's like, oh, keep,
1: it moving. keep it moving. And we're like, dude, I just can't. I, 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 you, you pooped into a carpet. <laughs> that was what? <life. laughs> this time
0: it was in my drawers. <laughs> you know. Every time it happens okay, I'm gonna get a little graphic here. Every time it uh, happens get, oh god, every time it happens, the reaction is always Oh no, oh fuck, oh fuck Oh my god. And then I start laughing my ass off when it happens. Chris has witnessed it happen. I shit the couch once when Chris is over and I laugh my ass off. I laughed so fucking hard when it happened. My wife is disgusting. My wife doesn't know the this.
1: Disappointment in your wife's face. She's so
0: <laughs> no wonder she doesn't see me as a sexual animal anymore. I'm shitting myself all over the place. I'm like a fucking decrepit old man that can't control his fucking
2: <laughs> turns. Oh, man. One time, one time I was driving. This was recently. This was since I moved to Jersey. So it was the last two years. I'm driving, and I changed my diet up, and I'm driving to the gym. And I'm sitting in my car, and I went to, to, to release some gas and shit myself in the car, and I was yeah, right that's by what happens. Tar- Yeah, and I was right by I was like, I just go, you go, oh, and you're really disappointed in yourself, like so disappointed in yourself for about a half a second. So and he just <laughs> landed <on> the uncontrolled <laughs> so me. stupid. And I go, you know, with, without, without breaking stride, I went into the Target parking lot, went around, came out of the Target parking lot, went right back home, parked behind my house, came inside, pulled my pants off oh, was the that worst ass. part Worst, worst part about it was that I walked back and I opened my, my truck door and I looked in and there was like a, a wet spot on me <laughs> oh, and I was like oh you dirty motherfucker so I went upstairs and I go got scrub done it. and I put you know, on scrubbed scrub it up it. wet it <laughs> <laughs> oh so oh god I mean Fred, you know any <laughs> stories like this I thought I clenched them. Like, I thought I caught most of it, but it made it through two layers of clothing. It's fucking actually, yeah, two. It made it through underwear and fucking the worst thing to shit your pants in, sweatpants.
0: Oh, God. It just runs
1: on the legs.
2: Oh, dude, no. I was sitting and just went,
1: Brandon, you you don't have any shit yourselves? See, I haven't, because I work from home now. I haven't left the house in, like, two years. So whenever I have to shit, I can just go instantly. (laughs) Wait, 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 wait. Do you think I was on the road when I shit myself? Today I was on my fucking couch. That's what I'm like. I'm wondering how do you how do you lose control F fast? You gamble and lose. You're like oh, yeah. I'm feeling a little bubbly. Let me
2: try to uh, oh, oh, all right. Listen, I'm going to say this and I would assume Jimmy probably has a little bit cuz we're related, so we probably both have this gene and it's called getting obsessed and thinking you can hold things in just yep. long enough to get whatever you're doing done. Yes, last minute. I find myself in the house sometimes doing stuff, holding in a piss, and then I go, What the fuck are you doing? Your bathroom is three feet away. Pee-pee and I stop everything I'm pee dancing. I'm pee-pee because I gotta, dancing a foot from my bathroom. Gotta, <laughs> I'm
0: pee-pee dancing because I got to cut this last piece of onion or something. Like, yeah, like, exactly. Like, oh, go to the bathroom. What Just the fuck are you doing? Go to the bathroom. Let me finish this beer before I go pee.
2: <laughs> oh, God. Sense. I did it. Hold on One one second.
0: I'm starting to question whether or not you have enough vegetables in your diet and that's the reason why you're not shitting yourself more often. Yeah, man. I <laughs>
1: <laughs> I probably don't. I've also think I've slowly go ahead Chris, you can tell your story, but I don't know if this has happened to you guys. I think I've just slowly become lactose intolerant uh, where now every time, time, every, every time every every time I eat cheese, I just it's just like 8 second long farts every 5 minutes. Nice. So I, one time we were, we were both
2: home. My wife and I were both home and I had to work that night. Now me, I do not. The only time I've called out of work in the last, it was the weekend twice. It was the weekend that you guys came over and we watched a pay-per-view. And then after that was COVID. I haven't, I don't call out of work. It doesn't happen. I go.
0: I'm I'm the opposite. I I never
2: want to work. No, I never want want to, but I think about that money. I um I go to um, you know there's million dollars in toys behind me here I ha- I have to supply I have to feed that habit I go to um, <laughs> I go to the supermarket to grab something so that we can make a big salad we're going to make for lunch so I go to the supermarket I grab some stuff and I grab stuff from the olive bar now this was pre-covid <laughs> so the stuff was still out right and there was one thing from the olive bar that I ate and my wife didn't, and I started feeling really bad. Mm-hmm. And so I somebody didn't know had know in the olives. Somebody probably sneezed on them. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I, uh, I'm laying. I'm like, I'm gonna go lay down. I'm laying down. I'm like, oh my god, I don't, I don't, I don't, I just don't feel good. And you know what? Maybe if I take a shower, I'll feel better. So I get up and I get in the shower, and I have hours to go before I have to be in work. And I'm just like, oh god, I get in the shower and I'm sitting there and I'm like, oh. <laughs> the entire wall and half of the bottom of the shower is covered in shit. No, <laughs> wait,
1: <how>? because <laughs> I wait. <laughs> because you, you, you 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 missed it the but the
2: <laughs> the, uh, the, the black throne. <laughs> yeah, wait, it's the black yeah exactly. So I and I this wait a minute conscious decision because I knew I was I, when I tell you the toilet in my bathroom could not possibly be closer to the shower. Yeah. I could have fallen backwards out of the shower and landed on the fucking ball. But the thought (laughs) in that wall with shit and having to explain that to my wife terrified me. I didn't. She didn't know anything about this until about two months ago when I was telling the story. And she happened to be there. And I forgot I hadn't told her. And I was like, oh, yeah, this happened. (laughs) I call my boss because now I'm fucked. I'm a fucking mess. I call my boss. Like, oh, hey, buddy, I don't think I can make it to work. He goes, because I don't call out. He goes, really? It's like, what's the matter? I, I shit sh- the wall. I told him. I said, I just shit all over my shower. says, stay the fuck home." Yeah, you can't go in when you got diarrhea. Oh God! Uh,
0: bubble no, guts? No. Bubble guts? Shit on your nuts. Yeah. Uh, let's move on. Let's move on. Good enough match. Uh, Dan hey, Lambert and Brandy hey, Rhodes. Man. Um, you may find this surprising, but um. Bleacher Report does not bury this fucking. Thing. <laughs> this was terrible. I, I who's the bad guy? Brandon thoughts.
1: Yeah, I mean, I couldn't even pay attention to this. So the shit that they're talking to each other. It's like, who, how could you possibly care that Brandy Rhodes did this in two thousand twenty-two? The names he's calling her and like, oh, she's uh, the, she had too much sex or something. It's like. Uh... Who, cares? Who cares? They did this it's before. It's just so boring the first time. I think that was the worst part about it. It's like this was such a horrible idea. And then to go back a month later and be like, We need to we need to rerun I'm this. Doing it.
0: <sighs> Paige Van Zant
2: looked cool though. I'm in, I'm
0: into her becoming a wrestler. Chris, thoughts.
2: I'll tell you one thing. The only thought I could take away from this, other than the ones you just shared, was that Paige Paige Van Zant shoots a better leg than fucking chairman. I'll tell you that mm-hmm. much. Shoots shot a better double leg than the chairman. Yeah. It was good. No, nah, it was that. good. I I'm, I hope Paige Banks, she's got a great look and she actually is uh, very talented and, uh, you know, I like it. Very I attractive. like it. Very attractive. Yeah, she, she. what's the name of the, she looks like, I forget, it doesn't matter. She I keep thinking like she's one of the got shit on her nuts. Yeah, she looks like that guy Bubba got shit on his nuts. I think, I think, uh, Gump, I think, mullet, I, think mullet, I think Mullet guy from the, the Righteous Gem Zone played bubble got shit on your nuts <laughs> in the movie. <laughs> Danny McBride, Danny McBride. Mullet guy. Oh, let's move on. He uh, looks like Danny McBride. <laughs> no, no, he played bubblegut shit your nuts in the movie. <laughs> she looks just like
0: Danny McBride. She's so hot. She looks
2: like Danny McBride in Bubblegut shit your nuts. You ever see that movie? <laughs> if there was a movie named Bubble shit your nuts, Danny McBride would be in it at
1: some point. I'm just saying. should just start doing that when we just get bored with AEW. Just make... Have comments that just make no fucking sense. But yeah, she kind of, uh, she kind of looks like the. Danny Bride. McBride. Just move on. <laughs> I,
0: I tried to do that. It. I, I tried to do that with me shit myself today, and you caught on, Brandon. I thought Chris missed it.
1: Well, you're the. You, uh, you drive. No, no, you drive, I heard it. it. I, I heard want it, to move. I'll, I'll, I'll let you move, but I'm like, hold on, hold on. Wait a minute, hold on. I, I heard it, but I've heard you say you shit
2: yourself so many fucking times. It just. Doesn't that's, that's have any effect
0: on me. I anymore. shit it all over myself. All right, um, next up, Ruby Soho versus Nyla Rose. Revenge match for Nyla Rose, trying to get back at that uh, loss to Ruby Soho. This was fine. A lot of it was in fucking picture-in-picture. Picture. Brandon, thoughts?
1: Yeah, you don't realize how bad poop stinks until it's poop out of water, and you're like, oh, no, I'm a really disgusting fucker. <laughs> okay. That water does a lot to, to cut the odor. Chris, thoughts on the match? I don't have I match. Mean, <laughs>
2: Yeah, like when you shit on your floor, it's like like dog, like like you ever sh- take a shit. I take a shit sometimes, and it smells like straight dog shit. Like, I think I have
1: cancer or something. How could this be I, that bad? I
0: uh, <laughs> I sh- I shit outside, and I just cover it up like a dog. I just start kicking dirt all over it. <clears throat>
2: all right, next match. Match was good. I liked it, and I liked that she smashed her air guitar after the match. Yep. Yeah.
0: I also like um, that uh, she learned the Rose learned, and she held on to the ropes instead of catching that kick.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: It's like, yeah, you can only—that's—that's uh, that's called evolution of a feud. You got to start yeah. learning what they're doing, or else you just look like a fucking dope.
2: Very it's Japanese. Japanese. Yeah. Chris, did you go? Ooh, that's the guy from Rancid when he was on TV. Were you excited by that? Well, oh, you know how many times uh, that's that? that no, how <laughs> many times have seen that band? I was like, oh, yeah. <laughs> there we go. Uh, <clears throat> Emmy Sakura posted a
0: picture with him. She met him. Ten years ago in Japan, and just thought he was a tattoo artist. She just realized who he is.
2: That's awesome.
0: Yeah, it's awesome. I guess he was there because he has a tattoo of Jun Kasai, the Deathmatch guy. Okay. He has a tattoo of Jun Kasai on his leg, and there's a picture of him getting a Damn. picture taken with Jun Kasai and Emi Sakuraz to taking the picture. Oh. Uh, she okay. just thought that he was a tattoo artist. And now just she's a like, big oh, fan. Oh shit, he's a fucking a big fucking musician. It's pretty cool.
1: I thought that was cool. I would be pumped on that if I I was her. Like, just getting the dude from that you're named after wrote the song, like, coming out, gassing you up, taking your coat. and you go coat. in there to kick some ass? Yelling it, night, bro. She was going down tonight. That was pretty good. I thought it was a nice touch.
0: Uh, anything worth talking about?
1: Uh, if I had Bob Dylan out there rubbing my shoulders, I wouldn't fought. Yes.
0: No, there's no reason to talk about Hangman and Page and his promo. Let's talk about CM Punk versus MJF. We were wrong. We didn't think this was going to be a match. This ended up being a 45-minute match. Brandon, thoughts?
1: Yeah, I was shocked. All of a sudden, it was like, if you have 40 minutes left in the show and they're ringing the bell, I was like, I guess they're doing something here. Uh I thought this was great. Like, I, you know, I keep me on my toes. That's always kind of what I complain about. It's like you know, I want to at eight o'clock. I don't want to know ninety nine percent of what I'm getting until ten o'clock. And this definitely check that box. Uh, MJF has to cheat twice to win, which is just like, God damn, man. Can, can we just get a clean finish out of him? But he looked good in there. He didn't look bad for uh, someone we see wrestle about once a month and i thought it was funny they fucking what did i write, write there? the the garrot to garrote someone unconscious and then find out that that happened and be like wow just get back up we'll give you another shot <laughs> you <just been laughs> suffocated like a hitman weapon <laughs> <Don't sleep. laughs> he just took a nap he's okay now yeah.
2: chris that's yeah you know well here's the thing though i do think that you know it, 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 mjf isn't just a heel he's a chicken shit heel so he's got to cheat every that's a dude that should win every match by cheating, as far as I'm concerned, unless it's a squash. And every time he pins you, he should pull in your tights. And, you know, he is the the he's a complete piece of shit. So. Um, but, yeah, this was good. I enjoyed this. Uh, it, it went in a direction I didn't expect to. The ending was was well done because um, it can further the storyline that we know it's going to further and uh yeah i was happy with this it makes him fucking despicable and now i'm starting to really really like him yeah I see so despicable yeah i agree over, I, once we got over the top sorry jim
0: that's okay i think um this is definitely the match i've enjoyed the most of mjfs by far i really didn't care i mean like sure he was like huh comedic what not
2: the jericho one <laughs> when he when he threw jericho into the same mat that with mel gibson and the guy jumped off of in lethal weapon yes the cardboard and the boom. Um, this was
0: like super overbooked there was multiple finishes there was interference there was it was silly as hell. Some of the spots were silly as hell. This was very like old school wrestling. I really enjoyed this. I thought this is a lot of fun. And I don't know what everybody looks this great means for Wardlow.
1: Well,
0: I, hmm? think we're, I think we eventually get the Wardlow turn, right?
1: Oh yeah, he's he back. back. He stepped back. He's like, okay, you know, when push came to shove, he still was what, what, he, doing his job for his paycheck for he's MJF. Maybe yeah, he's think, not that think, guy. Maybe he's a prideless worker just like me (laughs) let's let's (laughs)
2: say brandon let's think about this no i mean think about it how many people out there make decent money and they do a job that they fucking hate yeah plenty of people right and uh stock exchange i
0: fucking hated it
2: yeah so which because so it's uh it makes sense to me especially since his you know his 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 body was saying yes but his face was saying no the whole time he still has that like kind of like what the fuck? Look, and he's probably tomorrow night. I can almost guarantee you, MJF's going to be lead off the show, and everybody's going to be mad. And MJF's going to look at Warlow, and he's like, "You know, you could have done that a little bit faster." Right? Yeah. He's still going to rag on the dude, and yeah. the dude's eventually going to turn on him. It's probably going to end up happening tomorrow night.
0: Yeah. Final thoughts on Dynamite? Nothing. Another
2: another Dynamite.
0: No, no I thought I, I actually enjoyed this one. Good. I thought the the opening was really good. I liked the women's match, and I really liked the. Uh, Final match. But all right, so uh Rampage. So on Dynamite, Adam Cole has his promo. I'm still undefeated. People are saying Arch Cassidy beat me, I'm still undefeated. I'm gonna prove to all you this Friday, I'm gonna beat Uno. (laughs) I'm gonna beat evil Uno. I'm gonna face him in a match. Prove to you all that I'm the best professional wrestler on the planet.
1: Dude, Brandon, go ahead. Cause that's what they The marker is for a great professional wrestler if you can get past the the, the savviness of Evil Uno. Right. Yes, yeah, No, I don't have too much on this. I feel like this is like the tenth week in a row where we get an Adam Cole just kind of smashing on some some bozo to start off
0: rampage. It was it was short,
2: which is good. If you're gonna job somebody, make it short. Chris thoughts. Yeah, I agree with you there. If you're gonna job him, job him. Don't fucking let it go five ten minutes. Um. <clears throat> yeah. Uh. You know. Uh, fighters, eh? They don't talk shit on the thirtieth rank, dude. <laughs> right, right. Guy, that guy don't fucking matter. Right, right. So, eh, I don't. I'm fucking like I said, it's leaning too heavily on WWE guys now.
0: If we are going to, I mean, we'll talk about next week's show, but assuming that um, Adam Page beats the Murder Hawk. Are we going towards Cole versus Adam Page at the pay-per-view? Brandon?
1: It seems that way. Yeah, I don't know. I I was wondering with MJF if he'll try to move past this and try to get into that title picture. That's the only other person that I can can think of right now. Chris?
2: Yeah, I would assume so. Um, I mean, unless there's another big surprise or some other bullshit that happens, but... Uh, I'm actually like now that when he did that promo it made me think that is this the impetus for the, uh, the elite versus, cause I think that's really where we're going is where we're going with elite versus, um, whatever you would call him in the, uh, Kyle O'Reilly and Bobby fish.
0: Yeah. What are we calling that? Don't we have a name?
2: We're not. Well, they're, they're they don't have a name yet for that. They were undisputed
1: era in. No, NXT, I get that,
0: but I thought they yeah. had a name. They,
1: isn't it their <clears throat> red dragon or whatever? Well, red dragon, well, red, the red the dragon's team. the tag team. Yeah. Because I thought he, they had come up with a name. <laughs> That's only when two of the three of them hang out.
2: <laughs> no, they were they were a tag team the whole time, right? I mean, they were, but
1: yeah, they uh, uh Adam Cole here,
2: we got to change our name up real quick. <laughs> yeah, we got to change it. No, they um, We're the carpet shitters now. He 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 makes comments about like you know you're going to see the more ruthless Adam Cole and. Um, there's already a rift between the tag teams, and then you got the goof with the spray bottle, and it's just like kind of like, all right, well, you got the goofy guys on one side. They're not really working like this guy wants to work, so and then you got the serious guys on the other side. right? So I would assume there's going to be some – probably them, somebody doing something stupid, screwing up his title shot, and that will lead to us waiting for Kenny Omega to get back and them being faces. Kenny Omega, if, I should. If we think
0: long-term, okay.
2: Um, yeah, you know, of course we're fantasy booking here.
0: MJF's going to be a champ at some point, right? We can assume that. Eventually, he's going to beat a babyface. Adam Cole heel beats the babyface uh Adam Page. This is my theory. He beats Adam Page. Maybe not at this pay-per-view, maybe going forward. Babyface Kenny Omega beats Adam Cole. MJF beats Omega for the title eventually. Oh, my God, the Internet would be so mad.
2: Look at everybody be so mad,
0: doesn't deserve it. Brandon, what do you think? This is, of course, fantasy booking, but this is what I am thinking of the big names in this company and where it's going to go.
1: Because Omega is not going to not be the champ forever. Right. going to be the champ again. Good. No, I think <laughs> – I'll cover for you while you're sitting here. But I think everything you made, you, you you said ah, makes see. sense. I don't have too much to add. Uh, I, that's kind of some of my frustration. I was like, I hate that you could map out that far and be like, yeah, that's, that's what they're going to do <laughs> right yeah. now. Now let's eat three hours a week till 2024 so we and watch it play it's itself out. Because, you know, these, these guys hold titles forever. So watching a fun
0: story unfold is going to take years. Yeah, we got. It's like the next half a decade. Okay, right. let's. Yeah. <laughs> All right, let's move on. Um, Sammy Guevara versus uh, Isaiah Cassidy for the TNT title. This is this is fine, I guess. I this. Oh, we'll get into it. Whatever.
1: Uh, Brandon, thoughts? I don't know. Yeah, right. I'm like I'm like on autopilot with Sammy Guevara. Had a especially rampage and and auto <laughs> rampage in general. I'm like on autopilot through. At I this really, point
0: lately. like. I skipped through with the. I had the full intention of skipping through Adam Cole versus Evil Uno. I hit that double fast for the triple fast forward button, and before you know it, it was over. I was like, "Woo, whoa, whoa, whoa. light, stop, the lightning promo, lighten, bulk, promo, 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 promo." Um. But then this match came on, and I just skipped a little bit of the time. That's a good thing. I mean, you know, you should. For us watching it and watching it. Um, not necessarily enjoying Rampage and wanting knowing that it doesn't really mean shit. The picture in picture is beautiful. It's like a tiny like it I can skip through these fucking shows so fast. Yeah. I just catch the important parts. It's you like watching WWE on match. YouTube. It's great. Chris, thoughts.
2: Well, I guess when you say that too, when uh, a Sammy Guevara matches or let me rephrase that. Me the war. Is that what his, his song ma- says? In the beginning. I didn't know that. I just found it out last week. He goes
0: Sammy guevara. Yes.
2: so um with matches with guys like sammy guevara you don't have to watch the match unless you want to see him go flying off things the story is told in the finish so you can just right. skip the whole fucking match him and the kid from private party are just going to go jumping off his of shit and flipping all over the place it's going to be a bunch of spots and then you wait for andrade to come walking down the ramp okay play i want to see how this plays out but, you know, um, but yeah, it, it, not so much Rampage. Um I mean, Rampage in general is kind of autopilot. But as soon as I hear Sammy Guevara, man, I am tuned the fuck out because of that. Yeah. Because they just do a bunch of flips, flip, 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 and then match is over. All I have to do is fast forward to the end of the match, see how the pin happens, and I'm good to go. And you can also tell, you know, when he comes out and wrestles the captain guy for TNT championship. <laughs> right. he, he's, right. he's winning. He's I mean, winning. You know, yeah. it's just. I do,
0: uh, so Andrade comes out, Andrade comes out, he's watching to make sure that uh, Captain Guy <laughs> wins, because we have this discussion, uh, Darby Allen comes out to help Guevara, and El has, a, <laughs> he's got a little laptop with the pen, it's like a Blackberry, he's like, here, sign yeah. a contract, and he's handed it to him, sign a contract, sign a contract, and he's like, no, no, I'm not signing a contract, I'm not signing a contract. I mentioned to you guys uh, on Dynamite where Alitalo wants to, he feels that he needs to ask, maybe he has to ask uh, Darby Allen's dad
1: if it's okay to sign him. <laughs> he thinks he's the turtle kid from the, the I like turtles kid. He's he's still to he still thinks <laughs> he does. <Yeah>. Parental signature.
2: <laughs> Can we discuss that now we're getting like, you know, at some point, it almost like we we had an alliance with the two worst the babyfaces baby faces that are the two worst relationship centered individuals in AEW right now are in the ring together.
0: Right. Dudes that
2: suck. You know. Dudes, dudes that break that up with suck. women the wrong way. Yeah, dudes that suck. This okay, is the man, dudes that's Red oh, that Red
0: Dragon versus
1: the sucky dudes. <laughs> Shitty boyfriends. That's the other thing about Terry Guevara is like these guys just do horrible shit, and then they apologize, and whatever. I don't want to, to crucify them, but I, I still don't like you. I no. don't want to I don't want to hang out with you. Just because you a say dick. you're I'm sorry not going to let you yeah. date my sister, you
0: fucking prick.
2: Yeah, just because you date, just just because you say you're sorry doesn't mean I have to accept it. Okay, you're sorry. Bye. <laughs> like, I just don't want to see you. I just don't want to feel like looking one, at him. One of my favorite <laughs> things in the world to do is when people fuck up and they apologize to you and you don't like them. So they go, man, I'm really sorry about that. And you look at him and you go, All right. okay. All right. Okay. All right. We'll walk it. away. Hi. Yeah.
0: Right. Right. What do you want You're me to be here? like? Everything's going to be fine. It never was. It no, never, never was,
2: right. bro. I never liked you to begin with. And now you just proved me right. Yep. All, All fuck
0: right. Fuckers. Main event. This match ruled. Ricky Starks versus uh, Jay Lethal. FTW championship. Ricky Starks fucking rules. This was yes, like Brandon, go ahead. I'll let you talk. No, you go first. Go ahead. Ricky Starks is like, you know, one of the things AEW is criticized for, and unfairly at times, is that it's too flippy. Ricky Starks is like classic professional wrestler. He does simple, basic professional wrestling really well. And I find him very entertaining to watch, and he's a great heel. And your bad guys should be that guy. Good guys, let them flip all over the fucking place. Your bad guys... They should be like Ricky Starks. They should be, Randy Orton should be your model for how to, how your wrestling should look. It should be slow, methodical, and punishing looking. And Ricky Starks does a good job in this. And he sells like a fucking champion this match, too, to make uh, Jay Lethal look threatening. This was great. I thought this match was great.
1: Good. Yeah, no, I agree. This was good. And Jay Lethal's one of those guys that you're like, boy, they brought him on and you don't really see a lot from him. But he works perfect in a spot like this. Where you're just like he's—he's he's professional enough, been around long enough, talented enough to work with Ricky Starks and let Ricky Starks like look fucking awesome and also uh, not fuck anything up. So for like a little hour-long show, main event FTW title match, great. Chris, else.
2: yeah, it's funny you say that about Ricky Starks because he's like that's the quintessential heel. It's not his move set that gets him over; it's that head twitch that he does when yeah. he talks. Yeah, that's what makes him. Yeah. A simple, tiny thing. And, and and yeah, big fan. Um, <clears throat> uh, Jay Lethal, you know, uh, wh- have, has carries no excitement level for me whatsoever. Right. But I never said the guy couldn't work. No, he can't work. He's, he's fun in to good watch. matches. I just don't, you know, yeah, he's fun to watch, but I'm not excited for him. But I'm also not going to be bummed that they're like, oh, tonight's Ricky Starks and Jay Lethal. That's a match I would want to see on a Friday night. 11 o'clock or whatever it is. And through promos they build it
0: up pretty quickly and f- like over a couple of weeks it was pretty exciting. I did like and they all... the Hobbs gets involved lethal attacks him and then Dante Martin comes out of fucking nowhere jumps all over the fucking place and goes flying out and takes out uh, powerhouse Hobbs. This was like another and we talked about it with the um, CM Punk and MJF match it was like old school wrestling overbooked silly the right guy won. The story was told. Everybody looked great. Yeah, uh, let's mm-hmm. move
1: on to next week. And now we're excited to see what happens. Okay, Brandon. No, I don't have anything else to add. Yeah, I'm thinking we're going to get to a point with this where Ricky Starks is going to be holding that title until they decide that Hook is ready to go on a run for it, and and that will be fun whenever yes. we we get there. So
0: when we get like a little internal battle between Ricky Starks and Hook, that'd be nice. Chris, any final thoughts on uh
2: Dynamite or uh, Rampage or Dynamite? Did I miss any? Other, than the, other than the fact that they really – oh, yeah, well, we missed Mercedes Martinez. He hit uh Oh, shit, Thunder I missed that. over the head with a pipe. That's right. That was <laughs> uh, that. That was, uh, that, I was that. I mean, they wrestled, that. and it was an okay match, and she – Mercedes Martinez hit Thunder Rosa over the head with a pipe, and you find out at the end of the show that it was uh, Dr. Britt Baker. That yeah. Wrote her name on the check and not, um, and didn't tell Jamie Hater. Jamie Hader, which you know, Jamie Hader's going to be internal strife. Jamie Hader rules. Um, yeah, yeah. So that was It was you know for an hour of wrestling on a Friday night. I got no complaints about it. I found they keep go ahead. I'm sorry, man. they
1: keep allu- they keep alluding to this like plot device where like, there's wrestlers that are not getting paid enough and other ones that are, and then the the wrestlers that are getting paid enough are like also then paying the lower level people to like do shit for them. This right. is new, like, like It comes up enough now. Where I'm like, what is this going on here where there's like everyone's paying each other like little side side checks. To,
0: it's a to big pyramid scheme. Them. Yeah. Like NFTs. It's a big pyramid scheme. Yeah, The giant, That's
2: giant right. fake, fake pyramid
0: scheme. Sorry. Did I, did well, I Ric hit Flair another? selling Sorry.
2: NFTs. So. Oh, is he? When you get your income tax in. checked, buy some of them Ric Flair NFTs. Whoa.
1: Are they
0: uh, car shields or are they uh, monkeys?
1: They're what? Get, Mon-
0: monkeys. Chris doesn't know anything about NFTs. He's lost. You get a
1: digital copy of one of his uh, alimony checks that you would now own for. <laughs> oh, why? Are there are a lot of monkeys on NFTs? Brandon, explain the monkeys. I don't even know how to explain it. Yeah, that's just become like the, the trendy for NFT is like a picture of an ape. An ape with
0: a different hat on. Yeah. Maybe he's got like earrings, maybe a blunt in his mouth. Am I on the right path? <laughs>
2: Fuck me, dude. I've outgrown. Yeah, I've outgrown. Like outgrown a million the, dollars. I've yeah. outgrown this fucking world.
0: Can you cash you out I though really right have. now, Brandon? No, I'm yeah. still
1: white knuckling. Right. But you can't cash out, right? No, you can. Yeah, I gotta g- gamble my way out of this nine to five some way or another. That's my plan. So, if people are trading beanie babies, I'll sell them to beanie babies. There you go.
0: <laughs> At least you have a grasp on it being kind of. Smart. Yeah, I I
2: don't, I don't, I don't, I don't understand it, uh, and uh, I I. Chris, I'm think cool of the
0: collectibles behind you, right?
2: No, I understand Hold that. Let me explain. But... Let me explain.
0: The collectibles behind you, all those collectibles, they yeah. mean a lot to you, right?
2: Yeah, for sake of argument, yeah.
0: Okay. There's a small group of people that also look at those collectibles and say, they're worth a lot to me.
2: Right.
0: Right. But when yeah. it comes down to it, you're only trading between each other, right? Right. That's pretty much what NFTs are. You trade I get between it. people that are interested in NFTs. So it's only worth as much as it is to the guy that wants to buy it or the guy that wants to right. sell it. You know what I mean? Right. But I think that the pyramid scheme aspect of it works in where it's like, a lot of people inflate their own prices by buying and sell their own stuff to themselves, which is completely illegal. Well, it isn't with with
2: It's cryptocurrency. Not with blo- with crypto. Well, that yeah. no. Th- this is what I wanted to say. I get the NFT thing. I understand that. Where I get concha- where I get confused and I check out is blockchain and cryptocurrency. It, I start losing it because it's money that's worth. X, it's worth what it's worth because somebody said it's worth that. Okay, well, that's that's what I see. And that's yeah, I agree. I agree. But it's I have if if I had been using cryptocurrency since 1975, if right. that had been around since 1975, and dollar bills came it. out last year, right. I would be saying the same goddamn thing about dollar bills. Right.
1: There it reminds go. me of like I don't want to go too down the rabbit hole, but it reminds oh, okay. me of like early early internet where there is like a ton of dot com stocks that are completely useless and people are paying hundreds of dollars for pets.com and it's like yeah there there are a bunch of scams here but the technology will still like something will emerge out of it and you will eventually end up owning an nft at some point i I always i always called the uh what was it the
2: la rams won their first suit well that super bowl the la rams won against tennessee tennessee titans
0: 2000 2001 something like that
2: yeah, yeah, was the dot-com Super Bowl because every commercial was a dot-com and none of them are left. No. I, you know, uh, and they were spending all that money on Super Bowl commercials. I mean, not just the spot, but the amount of money it takes to make those ads.
0: I worked on uh, the Philadelphia Stock Exchange during when Lucent was trading at like $250 a share. Lucent Technologies. It was a mm-hmm. dot They made fucking phones. It
1: like, yeah, it's ridiculous. You just and watched like, it and you were like, like
0: when's this going to crash? You're just betting on the
1: crash. But there will be a Google.com that comes some out point. of it at some point. At some yeah. point,
0: there will be a the guy that started it all, who made all the money. <laughs> it's going to make all the money when it comes down to mm-hmm. it. All right, enough about NFTs. I don't want to talk about it anymore. Uh, let's uh, move on to uh, what's coming up next week on Dynamite. You ready for this? Here we go. Let's do it. This is according to itnwwe.com. I don't know what this website is, but they had a list, and it was at the top of it. AW World Championship match. Oh, Mind you, this is tomorrow, and it's happening in Atlantic City, New Jersey. Beautiful Atlantic City, New Jersey, at the Boardwalk Hall. Uh, Lance Archer versus Hangman Page in a Texas death match.
1: Brandon, thoughts? Yeah, that could be fun. Maybe Jake the Snake will descend from the rafters at the Boardwalk Hall. So we'll see what we get here. I'm kind of jealous that that the Jake the Snake major appearance is happening an hour away, and I'm missing it. Yeah. (laughs) He also had a promo, and I couldn't understand a fucking <laughs> word he said. Did you, Yeah. Did you see him pacing around behind Dan Lambert, like warming well, up to do? <laughs> you, I can smell the sweat and fear. Chris, thoughts. Jake the
2: Snake is going to come riding down the ring ramp on a giant snake, and when they get to the bottom, the snake's mouth is going to come out, and Ric Flair's all of himself. He's gonna, he's gonna molt. Out of the snake. Oh, that'd be amazing. Yeah, and then he's gonna climb the stops, and he's gonna drop down. Nice, <laughs> pretty dope. Yeah,
0: my I shitty underwear is gonna drop from the ceiling. It's gonna be one of the weapons.
2: <laughs> I don't give a fuck.
0: One of the weapons is my sloppy shitty underwear. <laughs> uh, new signing debut. <laughs> Texas to-
2: Texas Deathmatch in fucking Atlantic City. Yeah. Blow me. That place is a, Atlantic City is a giant shitty. You go underwear. out to the fucking. Go out into the street and walk around for twenty minutes. There's your match. There.
0: The city representation of shitting on a carpet is Atlantic City. Ugh. So Tony Khan is announcing a new free agent <laughs> is he coming up. Uh, new free agent, new contract. Uh, this new person will face Isaiah Cassidy in a qualifier for the face of the Revolution ladder match, which is happening at Revolution. All
2: right, so that. Takes Tony Storm out of
0: it. Yeah. Ah, fuck. That does take Tony Storm out of it, doesn't it? Mm-hmm.
1: Doesn't take Jay White out. It does not. However, take it in, it does increase Gilberg's odds. Yeah, <laughs> it does. Gilbert comes up. <laughs> Sparklers.
0: So who do we, who are we gonna say? Hold on. Each of us has to stick our fucking stake in and say that it's somebody. Brandon. Blue who
2: do you Meanie. Think it is? Blue Meanie. Blue Meanie. Chris, who do you think it is? In Atlantic City, I'm going to go with uh, Diamond Dallas Page. Okay. <laughs> I'm going to stick with Jay White. Maybe I'll win this one. <laughs> Maybe I'll be right this time. From Point Pleasant, New Jersey, Diamond Page Rosenberg. <laughs> he yeah, I WWE yeah, I'm owns not his name. I'm not, I'm not Doing a little shit. DDP yoga. I ain't right. talking shit about DDP.
0: Yeah. No, that'd be real. Yeah. This was uh, Jericho did a promo. It was advertised like we're supposed to be stoked on it. We're going to have a live inner circle team meeting. Live for everyone to enjoy. And Jericho said cheese, better show up. Don't be lazy. Don't show up.
1: Brandon Bones. Yeah, this was like one of the – I saw they had created a graphic for this, and I was like, oh, my God. Somebody thinks that people care about them a little more than they do. But maybe not. They do sing a song. Chris Lutz. This is an entire segment. This will
2: be. It will be fucking horrendous. And when I saw him sit, when I heard him say that and I saw the graphic, I thought to myself, thank God he didn't buy those goddamn tickets. Mm-hmm. Yeah, just let this yeah. die. When, when I go in, to a in,
0: it has to be in the ring, right? This is going to happen. Yeah, well, yeah, because we got to do Judas and my
2: yeah, and then there'll be a cake, and somebody will get thrown through the cake, and somebody will go through a table, and Eddie Kingston will come out and eat the cake off the floor.
0: Nice. That I would enjoy. None of this I'm going to enjoy. After a pretty good Dynamite and Rampage, I think this week's going to stink, because it's
2: it's in Atlantic City. I don't think they're selling I'll it be crowd-watching. Yeah, same here. God, I, God. I'm i sure somebody's going to be there. You? No, not me. <laughs>
0: Alright, um what else do we have? That's it. I think we're done. We get a, a stardom we're getting our first prominence match in stardom this week. So we're gonna get um we're gonna Risa a and Akane Fujia from Prominence Against Siri and Thecla. So I'll send it your way once I watch it. Should show up pretty quickly, it's not a pay per view.
1: When's GCW, when's GCW coming in there? I don't know. What do we do for that? Hold on,
0: GCW, <laughs> Wrestle Universe, give me a moment. Is that going
1: to sneak up on me?
0: No, nah, I'll let you know when it when it shows up. GCW, Wrestle Universe. I'm typing it in as we go. Nothing like dead air. Uh, GC, watch <laughs> GCW, Fight Club on Wrestle Universe. Nick
1: fucking Gage. Nick fucking Gage. Uh,
0: this can't be real, right? Then he loses the killer cross. Oh, there's a bunch of GCW on here. Well, <laughs> oh, they already have a bunch of GCW. Oh. <laughs> yeah, GCW Fight Club from uh
1: from Lock-up October Factory of
0: 2021. You. Mox vs. Gauge is on here. What are you I'm doing? I'm fucking, i fucking, i fucking, fucking Mox. You know, fucking Mox.
2: Yeah. I'm like Cohen and Robin Banks. I'm your hero. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Fuck Dude, he's so man. ugly. He is so fucking ugly. Yeah, kick the, his. The like, we need not pretend. Was. Like, we watch professional no. wrestling. We've got naked men and women in front of us, basically, in their underwear, performing. We right. need a, a... I need a level of attraction. I need a physical attraction involved in some of this. Or... Nick Cage is fucking ugly.
2: Or a wait, spectacle. You need a fi- or a spectacle. Like, you need bastion King Boker, Kong Bundy. King Kong Budnick. Oh. The Ugandan headhunter Kamala, yes. Any of those guys? Spectacles. It's got a fucking beard. Bungalow. All right, Booger. Never seen this guy. Bastian Booger. Holy oh no, boy. <laughs> he, he, him was fryer fuck. he was Friar Fuck. Friar Friar Tuck. Fuck. <laughs> he was try- Friar Tuck, and he brought the fuck. He wasn't fucking around. Tuck, what don't know? Fuck with Tuck. Friar Fuck. <laughs> fat fuck. Th- fat fuck thought he was Friar Tuck. What was that from, Chris? Buck Rogers. Buck Rogers. Yeah, Buck Rogers. The psychic guy just kept texting Jimmy, fat fuck, think he friars. <laughs> and I was getting text messages that said, stop, stop. Because I was in tears. <laughs> stop. No uh. more. Fat fuck, think he friars. This is what two brothers do that are almost 50 years old on a Saturday night. They sit in their houses watching Buck Rogers. Buck Rogers reruns. 1981.
1: I <laughs> fun of each other over the Frat, Fat fuck thinks he's Friar Thug. Oh,
2: there you God, go. That was fun.
1: How long? How old do you think Bash and Booger made it to? Is he dead? Uh, 48. Oh yeah. Uh yeah. I, I would go with uh
0: 46. I'll go with the under.
1: 53. Oh no shit. Uh, okay.
0: Pulmonary right. embolism.
2: Right, Jericho's 52, yeah. isn't he? Yeah, but he's got Judas in his mind, so he'll leave to be 100. Look at Jericho. Yeah.
0: Okay, look at Jericho. Now, I've been watching a lot of Noah, pro wrestling Noah. Look at look up Funaki from Noah. He's the same age as Jericho. He's fucking ripped. He's in amazing physical shape. He does have like a giant full wig on. It looks like he has a giant toupee. Is that what that is? <laughs> his hair? Yeah. It's amazing. <laughs> It doesn't move. He he grapples and it doesn't go anywhere. I don't know what the fuck he's got on his head. It looks like a hat. But dude, he's fucking
2: This ripped. has got a, a fucking fucking pancreas. He's been so god around so goddamn long, yeah.
0: Right, Jericho looks well, like a fucking tub of
2: shit. Well, you know my. I've told my theory. Do you want to hear my theory on it again?
0: What's that? Why thing? Jericho looks that way? Every time he gets punched, fucking pentecost vodka comes squirting out of his veins. He <laughs>
2: he went on steroids to go to Japan and fight, uh, who Tanahashi Hmm. was, who was he fighting in Japan when he was saying it was Tanahashi. Yeah. He came out with the, when he he, came out, he wrestled Naito too, didn't he? Yeah. All when he was Tanahashi,
0: he wrestled Naito and he wrestled Kenny Omega.
2: Right. When he wrestled one of the two Japanese guys, Okay, he came in, um, it was his pain maker. I look like, uh, (laughs) fucking i you look may, like no, Michael, were, you like the may be the rainmaker gear. on the pain maker? was he did he yeah, find okada was, yeah he did i think god why did he it doesn't matter there? he's really good doesn't wrestlers. matter when he went in not kenny omega so when he went is in as the foreign heel yeah he did fucking steroids you to get big steroids 100 percent. He looked like fucking, big he looked like a yeah but he was trying to bulk shit. up he, this is my theory he was trying to bulk up <laughs> He was trying to bulk up because he admitted he was bulking up to play the foreign heel. Yeah, yeah. Brody. Okay, fine. That's what he did. When you're that age and you do fucking steroids, you do not come out the other side looking fucking right. And he fucked himself all up. Now he's all bloated and fucking bulky, and it's it's just disgusting. And it's not it. I'm saying he. I don't think. Look, I don't think it's because he. Look, he looks like melted butter. Yes, because he's fucking like. You don't think he fucking knows this, right? Like he
1: fucking—he just looks like shit, and he's I like, think he's from fucking dude, yeah, my doing wife, juice. My wife, my wife doing rated juice. Doing Fifty-two capital, years old, bro. I he's created look some like concavity in the center of his chest That's that I don't there. even know how you That's would been begin there for
0: to a get. Long time. That weird chest. He's of his. so like. Why? I
1: guess it's just been exasperated. Now he exasperate. just looks like a
0: giant barrel, like an emptied
2: barrel of. Do they age vodka? No, they don't age vodka. No, but I will tell you though they're probably doing some weird thing with like bacon floating in it. Ooh, they um they I watched so today I watched I decided to watch the first episode of Lucha Underground on Tubi. Mm. Uh we <laughs> won't get into B. we won't get into it. I will tell you this. Whereas most streaming services that have ads fuck up and they just shove the ads in there. 2B puts the ads where they were meant to go. Okay. So it's and, and they also skipped one one. So there's only two ad breaks in the whole thing. And they, you know, whatever he uh, my goal now when I go to the gym is to be built like Blue David Jr. Junior? Hey, <laughs> I'm good. not getting shredded, but I want to look like an old school luchador. So that's hey, what man. I'm working on.
0: Lucha now. Underground, one of the greatest. TV shows ever wrestling produced TV shows ever in particular Pentagon Junior versus the invading Ninja force is by far one of my favorite fucking professional wrestling shows that ever happened
2: of all time was the Black Lotus Triad, Black Lotus versus,
0: Triad versus, Penta- versus Pentagon Junior Pentagon Junior so oh good. my fucking God it was so good so good I'm also not gonna Pentagon. like if you're listening and you've never seen this and you're aware of wrestling Go watch it, and you're going to be shocked. I'm not going to spoil it. I'm not. Gonna, you're going to be no. shocked at who's in this fucking
2: episode. It's free. It's absolutely free. Shout-outs to Tubi. Yep. Get also, what um, was I going to say? It was, uh, yeah, just everything that they did on that show was so fucking good. <laughs> but you see the guys that are in there. When you do the research as to who each character is, you're like, holy shit. Right. right.
0: Mm-hmm. Yep. Tubi, shit in a tube sock. Not on your fucking floor. <laughs> All right, shall we get out of here. He's shitting a box covering in socks. Yep, done that, too. <laughs> I've done everything. If done it all. I've done it, involved it all. Shit, I've done it. I've done it all. I've done it all, sir. I've done it all. Thanks for joining us this week and join us here every week at Wrestling is Hard. Follow us on Instagram and Twitter at HardNumber4Wrestling. Shit on the floor and follow. Tell your friends. For Brandon and Chris, I am Jim. We'll be back here next week.
2: Ugh. That's
0: funny. Shit in a box, covered in socks, Christmas <laughs> Eve.